it hurts, give me something real and lead me to the part of you that never really heals. Left Andy Grammer up here on the screen for you, used his lyrics from the good parts for a very specific reason. This episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast with the powerful Tiffany Duncan came full circle unlike many things I've experienced in my entire life. So tune in and check it out. If you do not watch this episode, you're severely missing out. We talked about a lot of things. We busted out our year 2000 yearbook. So if you want to see uh, where my hairline used to be, definitely check that out. Um, but we had a lot of fun, and in the end, we came down to discussing so many problems, whether it was being raised in a cult and what that does to you in relationships in the future, or whether it comes down to just societal issues as a whole. I'm telling you right now, this episode is a defining episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Thank you. My name's Stuart. This is my friend Tiffany, and this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. Cheers. So fun fact, this girl's a pro at making drinks, and not only is this delicious, it's potent. And so (laughs) this podcast could get really interesting, so enjoy that, you guys. Um, So fun uh, fun story about how you came to be on the podcast. Um, It wasn't, uh, she doesn't live around here. And no, we didn't, she didn't fly in just to be on the podcast. That would sound really cool. But um, she's in the area uh, visiting, and so I asked her if she'd come on the podcast. And she did have to drive quite a ways to get here. So thank you so much. <laughs> just right around the corner. In California, nothing is right around the corner the way this fucking traffic is. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. No Seriously, problem. I appreciate it. So we have we've just more recently reconnected i'd say within the last year or two something like that uh, last year it's yeah, not too. not too yeah, yeah no very definitely recent. not but we knew each other more of each other than really knew each other well at all growing up yeah um we went to uh we were in the same uh cult and <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get that out of the way right now <laughs> yay cults we were in the same cult uh we went to the same school i was in uh, junior high, I went there from halfway through sixth grade through eighth grade, and then you were there third through fifth grade. Third through fifth, right. Yeah, so again, not a lot of interaction, even though it was a small school between our classes, but I knew who she was. I was friends with his little sister. There you go, yeah, they were closer than, than we were. Um, but something I want to do, something that should be a lot of fun, is uh, I've done this once before with the Hiles Anderson yearbook, but today. I have the den. Uh, this is a yearbook from the year two, year of our Lord, <laughs> two thousand, and uh, we're gonna go through it. And this is my junior high year. This was we figured it out earlier. Do we remember? Was it year fourth or fifth? Fifth, fifth, fifth grade. grade year. So, so she was Mr. in Riffle's fifth class. grade, Mr. Riffle. Yeah, I was in. So I came in in sixth grade. So I was in his class too. When I not when you were, oh, but when I when, I, there, when were, I came in halfway in sixth grade, gotcha. which is when I found out I needed glasses. Because I was a late addition, so I sat in the back of the class, and I was just the whole time, yeah. So that was not a fun way to learn. That's funny. You know what? I feel like Mr. Ripple's class might have been somewhere around when I learned I needed glasses. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Something about Terry will do it to you. I think I was like failing a spelling test, or maybe a Bible memorization thing, because he was filling in blanks. Yep. Well, I can't read this shit. Yeah, I think it was. (laughs) That's super funny. I did not know that. Yeah. But yeah, I remember Terry. I, I liked him a lot, actually. I think he was. Um, Great teacher. Yeah, I think he was Amazing one of the best teachers teacher. I ever had. 
The only, and it's not a mistake, he was right on for this. The only thing he ever did uh, to me that wasn't super nice was he played trumpet beautifully. Yeah, he did. So he had a trumpet class. So he was kind enough to let me borrow his trumpet for class, yeah. right? So I was taking trumpet, but really I wasn't catching on. I wasn't reading music. Yeah. I, was, I was literally just copying the other guys. Uh, and one day he pulled me aside and said, go ahead, give me my trumpet back. Oh, <laughs> you're no. just copying the other guys. <laughs> like, you're not getting it at all. And I was like, oh, no. yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is what it is. But um, he was a terrific teacher. I'll, I'll never forget. He um, taught me how to play flute. Really? Um, yeah. That's terrific. He taught flute. And I mean, I only took just a few lessons from really? him. Maybe like six or seven, but I was picking it up pretty well. I really enjoyed it. He's a but great it, teacher. I, he was a really yeah. good teacher. And we just moved. And when we moved yeah, and went to a different church and school, I mm. just didn't ever move too far away. Did so. he read Did he read to you guys? Did you read? Did he read through books? Yeah. He was a great reader. Very we read, good reader. We read some End Times book when I was in school. Some rapture book or something. It was like oh, 1984 right. meets Left Behind kind of thing. Gotcha. It was really good. Yeah. He was a very captivating reader. Anyway. He did a few really good history readings. Yeah, for I believe us. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's terrific. Okay, so we're going to look at our yearbook. You guys don't mind us. We're just going to go through and uh, read and see, see what we find between hairstyles and dress codes. It should be interesting. I, I will say this. I may have a picture in here, like the one picture where you have to smile and get yeah. dressed up for school. Yeah. But you probably won't find me anywhere, anywhere else. else. I don't think you Because I used to hide oh, from really? a camera person. <laughs> I knew I looked nuts. Like, I had crazy hair. It was wildly curly all, like, halfway down my back. I had no idea how to deal with it. <laughs> my brothers had curly hair. Dad had curly hair. Yes, Sisters had straight hair. That. Mom had straight hair. Huh. She had no idea how to deal with it, and so she just let me roam wild. You're fucked. <laughs> so I looked insane like for years. Like a little, little lioness. I get right. it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you just won't find me anywhere in there. This is dumb. That is awesome. So these are, I'll be brief on these, but these are my these are my uh, the signatures. Oh, the people who signed. Yeah, so Dustin Snyder. We're friends on Facebook. Oh, I know Dustin Snyder. <laughs> wow, I haven't yeah. heard from him in years. He's doing good. Um, Ashley Allen, who I, I don't really Christy remember. Shock. Christy Shock. She went to church with us. Definitely. In this cult too, like deep. Definitely had a huge crush on crush on Christy. Like, how no, could you not? I mean, did you know that she was born at less than a pound? Uh uh Yeah, dude. Like ounces. That's crazy. She was tiny when she was born. They I didn't, didn't think that. that she was gonna make it. Huh. She gained weight really fast and did really well. Good. She was well, Super early birth. the more you know. Um, who is that? Who is writing Elton Michael Carlson? Me and Michael were really big on the Chicago Bulls, so he circled his name in red and black. <laughs> Bulls colors and Hilarious. then puts Elton Brand, the number. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I wanted to read Michael's. So Michael Riffle, uh, Terry's son. Hey, Stuart, how, how far are you having fun? In misery, because we moved to Missouri. Yes. Too bad you had to go. You was a good friend while you were here. <laughs> Keep serving the Lord. Oh, sorry about Your that Your dad's last a part. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You was a yeah. good friend. How dare you fuck that up. Oh, Indiana. And <laughs> we never got along. Oh, no. Um, I want to read that oh, one. Oh, you want to read that? Stewie is, Stewie is Pooey. What's up? We got a new guy named TJ for our V-ball team. And no. Rodney's playing. We got 13 players. We'll send you a picture of our first place. Oh my gosh, <laughs> number two is poo. Blue is poo too because I wore a jersey I bought from Walmart and it was a number two. Oh and um, which is funny, but we didn't win. We played basketball. We didn't win a single game. Oh no. We won no games. The team was terrible. We were so bad, so bad. So. Ah, uh, Miss Beeman. Miss Beeman. She's yep. my favorite. <laughs>
Uh, oh, I goodness. loved her, and her boys were oh, my best friends. Jason's terrific. Joe and I, Jason. I'm still good. I'm good friends with Jason. Uh, we're friends on Facebook, but yeah, he's good. So apparently, I wasn't a fan of Wardlow, but that actually looks more like my father's Drew handy. Stitches in no, his forehead, I think apparently. that's my father's <laughs> handiwork. Let's see. We'll put that up here. Sorry, Stephanie, if you see this. Where did it go? I, you can't see it. You can Stephanie, just see for the record, too. I really liked your dad. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom. Oh, no. I drew, okay, no, this is me, and I drew on him everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God, pops. this hair. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? I don't know. It's terrible. Oh, my Mr. dad. Yeah. Aww. There's two pictures of your dad. My dad was the assistant pastor yep. and the youth leader, and I think for a short while, if I remember correctly, the uh, principal of our Christian school, too. Yeah, I think which so. There was a school, and then there was a... Um, what was it? Like a little bridge, like a walkway bridge. Yeah, there was bridge, a little little creek in between. With the, a creek that went uh -huh. pretty far down, and then the church was the right church there. The church and the so cafeteria. Everything was, yeah, yeah. Everything was exactly. connected. Um, so that's that. Uh, let's see, who else are we looking at here? Uh, Mr. Hagen Bush. Oh, we did not get along at all. Oh no, he nobody got <laughs> Mr. Hagen Tush. <laughs> Do you not? Did you no, know that everybody no, called him Mr. Hagen Tush in the younger I mean, grades. it kind of makes sense. Thought, oh, because there was a Mrs. Hagen Tush too, and she wasn't nice. Either. No, I remember her. I remember her well. Um, there he is again, Mr. Hagen Tush. Um, this so this is. Yeah, I love her. Barb, sweet. such yes. a doll. I love Barb. Mr. Clavon, did you have him for anything or did he leave? No, I never had him for anything, but <sighs> all me. I ever heard was good about him. I loved him. He was my basketball coach, the He's one that coached us. Me, yeah, he he coached our losing uh, record, and not not to not it wasn't his fault. He was a good coach, and then he taught me algebra. He tried to teach me uh, algebra. Yeah. I sucked at it. it Mr. Pike, uh, ah, I, yeah. I never had him as a teacher, yeah. but he went on a lot of the youth activities mm -hmm. that we went on with the church and i just always really looked up to him yes he was a good human being. we're friends on facebook i think he is in korea or somewhere right now oh, really? teaching yeah that's awesome he's a legit educator i think that's why you looked up to him because he was not that anyone else wasn't serious but he was super serious about his job awesome. and he and it wasn't a dick about it like he was serious but you know he was nice he was a really nice guy i remember that uh, I just um, want to point out really quickly, my father's face is cut out of this okay. yearbook because... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> go ahead, and then I'll go. Because Stuart looks up to him so much that he cut out my dad's face, which uh, the reason I'm saying this is because I love my dad and have a lot of respect for him. Same. But he cut out his face and put him on a, basically what, a poster yeah, inside it was a poster. your locker yeah. that was like, cool dudes, yeah. next to like Alan Iverson and Michael Jordan. Like, that's how <laughs> that's high up my dad I was. That's where I you, dude. My like, dad is really. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%. And it was so. awkward because we pulled this book out earlier, and um, she's we're going through it, and it was like, so here it says Earl Duncan, and it's also his missing face his gone. face. You asshole! Why would you cut my dad? She didn't say that, but why would you cut my dad out of the yearbook? And Slightly I was like, like, and I had to really dig deep to remember why the hell I did that. But I do remember that. Uh, it was a just, worship poster. Yeah, it was 100. percent We'll get into the man worship for sure. Um, Normal. Andy's listed as a custodian oh, yeah. here, but I recall that he he did teach. He started as a custodian. Dude, he really? lived in one of the rooms upstairs. No on the right. shit. Yeah, it's where we used to live when we first moved there. What? We lived upstairs in a room. That's in a school, crazy. And then we finally got moved into the house that mm -hmm. was over there. Yeah. And then Mr. Pike, when he moved in, that's what that's he did. He wow. worked as a custodian for I a while. I did not know that. And then became a teacher. So I feel like this girl's name is Cassie, the one that I've drawn on here. Which one? No, it's not Cassie. Is it Cassie? 
I will find her. But I, we, yeah, we did not get along clearly. I remember him, but I don't remember his name. Casey, that's one of the Riffle boys. That's Casey. That's Matthew. That's Casey. You played piano. I can like a never tell Matthew or Michael apart. I promise you, that's Matthew. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> I just, I can never tell them apart. And that's John Fishburn. Me and John are friends on Facebook. We talk every once in a while. And this is littered with night eggs. Hello, night eggs. Oh, so many. <laughs> All the night eggs. All the night eggs. All right, so yeah, Casey Flynn. Yeah. Okay, Casey Flynn. Casey I did. Flynn. I liked him. Yeah, no, he was he was he was good because he was different, like and not in a, not in a bad way. Like he was yeah. just different from everyone else. He was. So, Megan McLean. McLean. I loved all of the McLeans. Yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt. I remember. Right? Matt has a band now. He's doing pretty well. Oh, really? Yes. I've seen like a few little posts and things from a couple of years he, ago. But Matt's seen... not active on social media. I remember Monica mm -hmm. used to like poke at me a little bit when I was younger. We'd go <laughs> on funny. youth trips and stuff, uh -huh. and she was always a little bit rebellious and snotty. <laughs> and she'd poke at me, and I used to be so mad at poke her, but back. I thought she was so pretty and so cool. And because so she I was so pretty. Best <laughs> I wanted to be yeah. her best friend too in a different way. And then way. I just looked up to Megan. Yeah. Oh, no, I was like, oh my terrific. god, she's awesome. Yeah. And she's so sweet. They were, all the McLeans. Oh, all the M&Ms. Right. That's what we, <laughs> there you go, Mike, yeah. Michael used to I hate feel like that, I, or Mitchell. Really? <laughs> Mitchell used to hate that I called him an I M &M. call him Matt Mitchell. That's why I'm not That's Matt, That's it, right? Mitchell. Yeah, I fucked Well, there was, wasn't there, was there another Matt? brother, too? There's a Matt, isn't there? probably in here. Well, they're all M's, either way. <laughs> yeah, it is. M&M, M&M, M&M. Sorry, guys. Wow, you and do a lot is... of coloring on people's face. He likes purple okay. glasses. <laughs> Everyone has Harry Potter purple <laughs> glasses. <laughs> but it's always Hagen. And like not wild Hagen. black uh, comb over hair, too. Some people have mullets. Like it's rough. It's going to get better, or worse, actually. Ah, uh, there's uh, Monica. There's Monica. So pretty. Mm. Uh, oh, Kurt Overmeyer, remember him. The Oars were good boys, I remember. Joel and Mark, both of them were good yeah, boys. Yeah. yeah, they were good good guys, yeah. for sure. The Oars, oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Mm, good times. The Oar boys, <laughs> remember the Overmeyers. Now, remember the hair with these guys? That was, look at right here. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, those frosted, the frosted tips. tips man. Justin Timberlake boys. <laughs> you had, had to be one of the cool kids with your frosted tips. <laughs> All right, and it is hard to tell them to part, but so the way, okay, hard. Matthew and Michael, Stephanie uh, might watch this, but Matthew and Michael, the way I told them apart was Matthew, Michael had the preacher haircut and mm -hmm. Matthew combed it straight down in the front, which I thought was super cool, but my dad wouldn't let me do. Oh, gotcha. I wanted to do that and he wouldn't let me. Um, there is a Matthew McLean. Matthew, I yeah, thought yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. He was yep. like in between. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. And then, I don't remember. Amy Sophomores. Carlson. Yeah, I Amy, know. Amy and Michael, Janet. I know. Jeff Hudgens. Wow, it's been a long time since I've looked Cassie. at this thing. Yep, Cassie Shock. Melissa Tull. I don't remember anybody I don't remember else a lot in that of them. class. Yeah. yeah. John but Fishburne. John, I remember. Kaylee. That's the girl Kaylee. I drew on. Sorry oh. about that, Kaylee Howard. Okay, so yeah. Kaylee mm -hmm. is the older sister of Heather Howard. Okay. Do you remember Heather at all? Nope. So Heather was in well, maybe a grade older than me. It's probably I don't but remember, but... I was best friends with Courtney Nidig for uh, a while, okay. and then Heather came into the picture, and Heather wanted to be best friends with Courtney, and we just fought. <gasps> like we That's were terrible. terrible. I remember one day in the gym, turning oh, around boy. because I heard a name, like I heard my name yelled. I whipped around, and a basketball was oh, coming no. at my face like this because she had hurled it at my face purposefully. Oh my god! And then called called your name. Turn right, around. so that I would get hit by it. Oh, well, no. so we fought for years, and then about two years, three years ago, I was on Instagram, <laughs> and I see this girl, and I'm like, whoa, this girl's going to rave. She looks super cool. I love her style. This is all Heather? <laughs> <laughs> 
we connected Life and has it a was way like of doing that. we instantly were like whoosh. Oh and so now God. every That's time amazing. I'm in Chicago, we meet up. I've seen her yeah. house. Like we chill and like That's we've met awesome. up at a brewery before and talked. And That's we terrific. follow each other and we're constantly just. Oh my god, I love Loving your each other. and yes. I love what you're doing here, and this is That's so cool, like though. building each other up. I like, love that. damn, from third grade where we hated each other. Things now. change. So cool. I love that. But she'll be in this book too, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So these guys were the class clowns. So I was in class oh, yeah. with these guys often. Jake Overmeyer and John Fishburne were absolutely and Chase. Well, Chase was like his own class clown. These True. guys were a team. Jake and John worked well with each other. They really like <laughs> You're this right, isn't a weight did. thing at all, but like Laurel and Hardy, like you guys had, they had that vibe. They did very... Tweedledee and Tweedledee. 100%. <laughs> you got it. That was them. Um, Chase used to babysit me. Chase Nighting babysit you? For a short period of time, he babysat, well, he babysat like the kids in our, like, yeah, he was like two who's, years older, so we were able to be, I don't Probably know. Probably Chase's. I have no idea. But I just remember sense. thinking like, really? Yeah, I'm but. still, I'm thinking that now. Stephanie, I'm not going to put this oh picture, Stephanie Riffle, I'm not putting this picture up here of you, but Where? that is, cool. oh, let Stephanie. me know if you want me to send it to you, because it's amazing. Stephanie and I were best friends for a long really? time, because assistant pastor, yeah, pastor, pastor, like yeah, daughters, 100%. same age, yep. um, we, she played the piano and I sang, yep. and we sang together, Perfect. so like, I used to sing Day by Day and The Old oh, Rugged awesome. Cross and yeah. all of those. And, like, I sang specials in church. Yep, and that's and who I play. sang them with. Like, that's terrific. Stephanie and I were together, like, hand in hand for two and a half, three years. That's awesome. Yeah. We loved each other. Super um, close. I actually didn't think I made it in here that often, but I did. I mean, here, the whole class picture. Oh. And then me and Tommy Blackburn. Me and Tommy there talked to this day. I love Tommy Blackburn. Blackburn. Tommy that's changed my life. Dude. Yes, he is. I haven't talked to him in a long time You either. should. He's the shit. Uh, and that's me on a very good hair day there. Stephanie, the same. Beautiful. <laughs> yes, that's good one. Um, oh my, Ruthie oh, wow. must have Joanne had a little crush. Fetter. That was an interesting one. Oh my god, Joanne. Wow. I still don't like you to this day. I'm just going to say it. I've never, I've <laughs> never, I haven't talked to her in a long time. Joanne was an whoo, asshole. She was a jerk. The Allen sisters were fucking awesome. I love them. They were super, super sweet. Oh, I Ashley never. And Adam, you didn't know them? I don't I feel think like they so. Left. I feel like they weren't only there a couple years. Um, then there's Christy, my crush. I love Christy. <laughs> and then Ruthie Mann looks like had a little, her little crush of her own. Look, Stuart, you and me. Yes, we're next to each other. Uh, this is how it worked out. Ruthie also babysat me no a couple shit. of times. Ruthie! What is going on with the babysitting? I don't know. <laughs> um, it was me and... I'm pretty sure that that's... I could swear Sorry. Ruthie Mann, that was who that was. That's not the greatest picture ever, let's just be real. <laughs> Almost dead sure that that was. Did she end up going to Open Bible Baptist too? For I don't a remember. While? I feel like, like she did, but I don't know. I don't because recall. if that's who it was, that's I her right there. If that helps at all, that's her behind me. But that's picture day, is it? If, if no, it's, it's the right person, day. she babysat Kaylee and I one night. Oh, Kaylee um, Bixler. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're still really good friends that's to this good. day. Um, that's right. But yeah, she babysat us one night, and I think Stephanie McDaniel may have been there as well. Okay. And Ruthie had passed out on the couch, and we were all watching a Fucking movie. Around. And we turned around, and she had like moved her arm, and then we turned back around, and she moved something else. And we started talking about her sleepwalking in her sleep, and how we were all gonna just <gasps> scream if she started sleepwalking in her sleep. And then we woke her up, and she was so mad at us because we pissed, woke her up you, in the middle She was of getting her good sleep. Yeah, right. Well, that's hilarious. You're supposed to be babys babysitting us. Yeah. So Great. Rodney, Grant. Rodney. Luke, Luke, damn it, I remember. Why don't I see Luke? Did I pass over him? 
We're yeah, friends on Facebook. Yeah, you did. I, well, one of the gymmets. Stacy, you know. Where's Luke? Luke should be right here. Maybe just because his picture taken. I'm retarded. Where's Luke? He's not up here. Mm -mm. I missed him. Just didn't He's even not get in, in there. sixth grade. He just didn't get in there? Mm -mm. Hmm. I remember he had the cool uh, the cool pants. Those, the cool the pants. Jinko jeans. Ryan McDaniel, Dustin Snyder, Stephanie, Jamie Fetter. Oh, Ryan, you look like such a dork. I had the Ryan. biggest crush on Ryan well, for years. I don't blame you. Should have crushed on Michael Carlson. He was the real deal. I love Michael. I don't think I ever did. Sorry, dude. <laughs> you missed out. Um, oh, look, the older of the Beamans. Yeah. Beamans. <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay's 30 weeks pregnant and doing great. Is she? Yeah, Good dude. For her. She's beautiful. And she's such yeah. a sweet freaking spirit. I That's love That's awesome. Her. And yeah, she's 30 weeks pregnant, doing wonderful. Good. And, uh, I'm so happy for her. Good. And she's, I'm happy for her too. I think she's remarried. I don't know, but in a really good know. relationship. That's, so that's that fucking makes me rad. happy. Good. So well, this is where you're going to be money. if you're in here. Joe. At all. Yep. Joe. Yeah. There's Billy. Billy Goodsell. I love yeah, her. Yeah, see, now we're getting the people that you know and I don't, except for my siblings. These are all my young people. These here. are the homies. Yeah. You're not in there? You're not in that ensemble? Come on. Yep, all the way over there I on the left. It. I knew it. There's all no hair. In a pattern sweater and pattern skirt. Yeah, so neat. Terrific. Matchy matchy. Oh, love it. Who's the I'm cheerleader? I'm here too. Which one? No, it's we're in centerfold status. Who is that? That doesn't make sense. Ah, uh, Faith Nighting. Oh, okay. It's a Nighting. So it's a Nighting. They all sense. have costumes. <laughs> they all have everything. No, I don't think I have any Nightings on Facebook, so I'm not worried about it. Oh, I'm. I think I'm still friends with all of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, there's yeah, Samara. Samara yeah, and Samara Lauren, and, and then there's Hillary. Mm -hmm. I'm friends I with Samara on Facebook. There's Billy, Amy. There's your sister. Wow, right next to you. <laughs> right over her. What an asshole. There's Leah. There's Leah. That's awesome. There's Ashton. Leah again. I dated Ashton. Nuh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> later in life. That's like, awesome. And I dated Tyler for a while, too, dude. Later in Let's life. Let's just like, pick after out the class. Like, yes. <laughs> after all that jazz? Yeah, in college. Both of them in college. Talia, that's who I was looking for. Oh, that other okay. picture I recognize. And then that's Heather, the one that we hated each other. <laughs> so James, I forgot his, I don't know how to say it last Talby. name. Talby. Talby. James. Robin. Robin. <laughs> yep. I'm friends with Robin on Facebook. Oh my that God. guy is a legit artist. Really? Like, he is good. He's oh, no, really dude. Good. I remember some drawings that yeah. he did. He still does in stuff elementary school. I remember I'll seeing some stuff and being like, whoa. When we're done with this, I'll show you. He's really he's good. He's very quiet. Yes, but he's very good. Courtney Leah, was Leah's my, all over this. my yeah. best friend. Oh, good. Like, Courtney was just a Bestie total best. sweet. Lee, um, when we first joined the church, her mm. mom basically, like, took us in. And I don't know if you knew anything about, like, but her mom ended up getting cancer and, like, going to remission oh and then getting cancer. And eventually she, she passed away, okay. like, in her sleep, which was beautiful. And I yeah. went to the, like, I went back into town to go to the, the funeral, funeral and yeah. everything. And it was just... Like the whole thing was gorgeous, but yeah. her mom, the sweetest spirit you've oh, ever met in awesome. your entire life. Yeah. Like just lovely till the day she went. That's terrific. Like, and there's not a single person in the world that could ever say anything differently. Yeah. You just can't find one. That's awesome. And so Courtney gets her super sweet spirit from, from her there mom. and her brother. Like, yeah. And they, they're just yeah. uh, wonderful humans. Sweethearts. And their dad is great too. Their That's whole terrific. Family. Love them. <laughs> 
Josh Aber. Josh Aber. Andrew. Andrew and Joe, my best friends. It's yeah. only perfect that I should be situated in the middle and right with my eyes closed. closed in this 100%, picture. 100%. This girl's eyes are done. I look high. <laughs> you do, well, <laughs> only ironically. <laughs> oh my God. How did that work out? Oh, this is so There's Mitchell. Great. I knew it was Mitchell. And I'm also surrounded by boys, like which dudes. is how I wanted to <laughs> right? be. I hated women growing up. <laughs> I wanted to play soccer with the guys, and I wanted to play, like, I wanted to play all the games with the boys, and I'm just surrounded by them, and it's great. Yeah, that looks like me. That is you. That's gotta be you. Hat. It's that the hair. Me. It can't be anyone yeah. else. Oh, oh my god. Goodness. Wow, my hair looks slightly tamed in that picture, which well, is you're, insane. Well, you probably had it taken care of for picture day, because we knew, remember picture day, we knew it was coming up. In fact, yeah, I remember true. one picture, so I was only there for two picture days for one of them. I, I still can't. Like, this is it. I can't grow a beard. It just doesn't work. I can grow neck beard right here, and it's super annoying. But I thought I was growing a beard. And so I remember right before picture day one year, I grabbed my dad's razor and tried to, tried to, to dry it. shave my fucking face. Ouch. <laughs> oh, my God. I, fucking, I was oh, bleeding everywhere. My, my face, face hurts. I, I was bleeding all over my face that day. For just in time for picture day. Oh, <laughs> by the way, yes. Lauren Kreft and Taylor uh -huh. Irwin are both, or Tara, Tara Irwin, are both wonderful human beings, too. I don't know them, I believe Um you. Tara, her dad was the one who taught me how to bowl. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we went on a, a third grade outing, and he taught me, like, how to line up everything and how to bowl, and I'm actually That's a pretty right. darn decent yeah. bowler now, and every single time I bowl, I think about all the steps that he taught me and where to go and how to do things. That's a good memory. Tara and Laura and I are both, are all still friends on Facebook. That's and, awesome. Yeah, they're good, they're wonderful humans. Good people. Yeah. So, fourth grade. When younger. This is where my brothers and sisters would have okay. been. Okay, so I don't know any of these Stephanie kids. McDaniel. She's oh, yeah, I do know Tara who. Puckett. You yep. know Tara. Yep. Um, oh, my gosh. So, Tyler Puckett, one mm -hmm. of my best friends. <laughs> World. We just lost Pooh Bear. It's all good. And he's a wonderful human. But as a kid, he had this this thing that he used to do to freak people out. He could take his tongue and not touch his nose, but stick it into it his nose and twist it. So he could pick boogers That's with talent, his tongue. Like, and then like pick them out, the man, show them to you on his and tongue, swallow. and then eat them. Yeah. Like in, like while looking you in the eye. <laughs> Psychopath. It was. And as a young girl, you're like, oh, oh. no. I, I didn't have that, but I'll show you what I have. I still have it. So, when I was, uh, Jesus, a child child, mm -hmm. I put this hand, specifically this finger. Oh, I can sit still. Yeah, warmed. it's fucked, right? <laughs> Look at that. Uh, let's see. Weird. It's fucked. Those are, like, lined up, lined up, guys. That's not how it's supposed to look. Okay. So, I put my... Stop you making that fun Angela, of me. That Angela Johnson stand-up where she goes no. in and gets her nails done, and then she's like... Uh, this, oh, this nail, after you did the manicure, goes a little like this. this. And she's like, let me see that. <laughs> no, that's your nail. It goes like that, this. She goes, well, it didn't do, do that, that before, before you came. <laughs> Anyways, I put my hand over like a, I don't know, a hot, hot water vaporizer, I think is what it was. Uh, and it legit curled my finger up on a Sunday morning. We're all ready for church trying to get out the fucking door. And here's Stuart over in the corner. Let's see what this shit does. So this, until I was, I don't know how old, um, I feel like eight or ten this was just curled this finger was just curled oh like this gosh. so what they did was you can barely see it yeah but a little skin graft here they took not graft graft they took skin from here they sliced this open and then you can see so here stupid. they just put skin yeah. in there huh. so what i could do when i was a kid to gross girls out was this 
Oh, not really that's super gross. Cool. Not as good as like yeah. putting your tongue up your nose, but it doesn't work right. Like where your finger's supposed to just bend back, like mine kind of. Y'all can't see it from there. I'm not gonna show it to you. Anyways, I don't know why you made me think of I that. I used to. So. <laughs> so stick your finger right there. You can like make it disappear. So I would tell people I'd have them do like, oh look at this. Gone, you can make gone. it disappear. <laughs> but you're just like dislocating it and moving yeah, it into the back. And I was like, look, I'm double jointed. That's cool. I'm gonna totally. freak people out. <laughs> And at our age, like, it didn't take much to freak us out. So. Right. <laughs> you fucked up my finger. How dare you? Crazy. That's awesome. Um, okay, so. Faith Yep. Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee Johnson in this. Kaylee Bixler. Kaylee Benowitz now. But my, oh, okay. My, I know who that is. So when she was in third grade and I was in fifth grade, we absolutely hated each other. Made fun of each other really? constantly. Like, yeah. All kinds of those, like, U-G-L-Y, using God, no yeah. alibi, that whole yes. thing. Like, yep. all of that. I know that done. one. But when I started going to her church, mm -hmm. got a little bit, she got a little bit older, I got a yeah. little bit older, we became best friends. That's and awesome. have not, like, she's been the one person that no matter what has ever happened in my life, if I've done something that I'm ashamed right. of, if, you know, I needed help, if I needed prayer, if I needed anything, Whatever, Kaylee was there. always there. That's and she's awesome. still there to this day. Like, I can message her on yeah. Facebook, Instagram, anything, text her, and she'll, she'll be That's there for me. That's fucking rad. Okay. I'm glad. I'm very glad for you for that. She's and awesome. for her. Okay, more A bears. Ariel A bears. Young, 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 Bryce Bailey. There's okay, there's Elena. She's my little Elena. sister. <laughs> and oh, the straight she hair. She looks like a little nut. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my God! Look at my brother. Look at him styling. Oh, he looks look so cute. He always looked wow, adorable. And Lydia. Uh, Travis Schwartz. That's who my sister had a huge okay. crush on. <laughs> uh, oh. Brianna. Yeah. So Andrew and Lydia were in the same grade somehow. I wonder, you guys are, if you're listening to this, I want you to weigh in. Like, was that how it always was? Andrew and who? Andrew and Lydia, my brother and sister. Oh. They're a year, they're two years apart, I think. Somehow they're in, both in the second grade. And he looks like a stud, though, for real. He like, looks so nice. Does he, is he wearing a lapel pin, too? He is. Jesus, yeah, lapel pin, a full, like, like tie, tie. Legit. Yeah, that's no, look, how I okay, remember here. seeing Let's, him so, always. So Andrew, Andrew in second grade is wearing a suit and tie with a lapel pin. Mm -hmm. And Stuart in okay. eighth grade is wearing, like, a plain... Well, Wait, I am even wearing... I'm wearing but I'm only tie. wearing a tie. Well, I was going to say because I had to, but these fools aren't wearing ties. Oh, they had, you had to wear ties and shirts or button-ups, I think is what, like a polo. Oh, okay, this was one or the other. But it was picture day, so you yeah, were probably so I, dressed up a little bit. Yeah, more. that's probably what it was. But Andrew, man. He looks he's nice. Styling, he's styling. He always it. looked like that, though. He did. You're right, he did. He always looked nice. Um, so there's... Susie Back, she was crazy. Yes, I she remember went her to, vaguely. That was all the backs. They went to church with us. And... Mm, yes. Okay, I'm yeah. remembering them now. Yeah. This is bringing back memories. Yeah, I don't know any. I mean, they're first grade. I was seventh. I don't know. Unless it's a sibling, I'm not going to know. Crystal Fishman. Yeah, <laughs> I remember some of these people, that's for sure. Okay. All right, I have K4, which... Uh, oh, yeah, Young. I'm still going to remember some of these. Yeah, I bet. Desiree Wick, well, yeah. this guy, you know. My little brother. <laughs> oh, he's so handsome. <laughs> he is. He's always been such a cutie. Mm. Oh, he was a troublemaker. Corey? Corey. That's funny. Victoria. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> we're not we're not to the crazy. we're not to that part of the conversation yet. <laughs> you can see it. It's just beaming off of her. Boiling. <laughs> Boiling. <laughs> <laughs>
Accurate. Just it's very accurate. It. It's fine. <laughs> Sports. Uh... Oh, so cute. We were the lions. Rar. Rar. Yeah, we were the lions. That's why we this are. is called the. What was the, the, I knew they did the bananas one too. I remember that one. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yes. I don't remember how the whole that's thing it. goes. No, that's I it. That's no all. Idea. You remember more than me. I was telling uh, my girlfriend the other uh -huh. day just how some of our friends, we would basically, there's this little cheer that we did when we were younger, mm -hmm. which you'd all stand in a line yep. and the first girl would go, one, two, three, four, five. My name is Tiffany and I say hi. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I want you to meet my friend. Oh and then you jump out God. of the way and you point to the next person and they hop up with all of their enthusiasm what and start this, the whole thing what over is again. This? It accomplishes absolutely nothing. Right, but but what like, is it for? It's to let people know your Who name. You <laughs> I think there's a way easier way to do this that. This is something I'm just gonna that go out third grade girls needed to do, oh, apparently. Oh my god, that's incredible. Uh, I think sports is going to be more like, for me, trying to figure shit out. I didn't play soccer. That shit's too hard. No, oh, I loved soccer. I didn't play it, but, well, I did later. We but... played it in the uh, gym a lot or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie serving. The... <laughs> serving up an ace. <laughs> who knows if that's what actually I happened? Yeah, who knows? Uh, there's Monica. Two birds in the She's seven. always smiling so big. I know. And that's what's her name? It's Kaylee. Kaylee, I keep forgetting her name. Kaylee Howard. Okay, I'm gonna look her up on Facebook so after this. So pretty. Yes. And the guys' soccer. I think they were. I feel like they, they were pretty, pretty good. good Our soccer yeah. team, I think, was pretty good. I think they even put um, up a fight Chase actually HP. like still coaches soccer Does to this really? day. Like a really yeah. good team from I what it. I from what I can remember. I believe it. Is Tommy playing soccer too? Wouldn't surprise me. Let's see. Yeah, Tommy Blackburn. Huh? I didn't know he played soccer too. Now I feel like an asshole for not remembering that. Crazy, and then someone got injured. Okay, varsity cheerleading. I definitely yeah. looked forward to that, even though I never really got a glimpse of anything. No, there was never <laughs> a glimpse of anything we had. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, wow, I didn't see her in the picture. Rebecca Pets. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was just gonna point her out. Like, who is that? Oh, dude, she was an interesting. <laughs> an Sounds interesting like that's a nice human. way of putting it. She was fascinating. I, I don't really know. And I mean, I was young and I probably had a really uh, skewed version of things. And we're not sure. still friends to this day mm. and haven't really talked or anything. But like, she was one of those people where I was like, are you going to keep your distance? <laughs> <laughs> you this need to gonna watch work. that one. Uh, <laughs> so me and, oh, sorry, Stuart, Mick, Michael, and Tommy, we all outlined our This names. must have been something for spirit. Oh, for sure, yeah. Faith is dressed up as the cowardly so lion. Cute. So, so cute. So cute. Oh, I was the Tin Man one year for Spirit nice. Week, Did and I was completely your... silver, top okay. to bottom, with a funnel on my head and everything. So good. That's terrific. I spray painted my hair. <laughs> silver. I need to see who got cut out. I don't know who got cut oh, out. No. That's crazy. Because I, I can't. No I can't tell. Iverson stuff. stuff. <laughs> it's because it's a night egg. It's so they have funny. To be super cool. I know. I've fallen and I can't get up, Mark. Um, I'm, now I want to know who got cut out because it was one of, it's something, it's this page. It's something from Junior Varsity. He was varsity. idolizing more people. Hopefully not someone from Junior Varsity basketball. Who knows, it may have been a coach or something. About him. No, I don't know who they're, really. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> At any rate, I appreciate you trying to give me marks, but it doesn't, <laughs> it's not going to work. The one thing I do remember about, um, 
think I might have made that sign. Yeah? That's definitely my writing. <laughs> that's your work? That's, that's pretty sure that's, that's terrific. me. Go Lions with a big old weird paw print. <laughs> yeah. Lions only have three toes. Three, just in case you guys does, didn't know. Three, three toes. toes. That's it. There are that's no more. All. That's One all big pad in the middle and that's, three That's toes. the max. So I got to get to our picture because I need to remember. Yes. Okay. So. The junior varsity and varsity ball teams had newer jerseys. Okay. Nicer jerseys. Right. Jerseys that weren't Larry Bird fucking status. Ours were. Ooh. These things, do you see, look at how, look at the stretches here. No, no. Look at how stretched <laughs> these are. We are like, in our picture, we're on our knees, and the three guys, the tall guys in the back are standing up, and then we're on our knees, and we're like stretching these shorts out, because they are hiking way up oh, the crotch. No. I will not forget that. That was terrible. I hated those refs, clearly, because I drew more purple glasses. I think purple was just what I had, <laughs> the pin that Probably. I had when I got this Oh, wow. Back. Horns on yeah, that horns. one and a choker? Yeah, there's horns on this one, too, up here. But so the, our, our ball team was Jason Beeman, me, Tommy Blackburn, Ryan McDaniel, Michael Carlson, Dustin Snyder, and Coach Clavon. I'm friends with Dustin and Tommy and Jason on Facebook. And the only reason I'm not with Michael is because either I can't find him or I haven't looked for him in a long time. And you can't see in this picture, but I was wearing two pairs of socks because I thought it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the know. The thing makes me think. I'm telling you. No, but now we have different jerseys here. Or there's like a way and no, I don't, I don't Andrew? think so. Unless they took these all at the same game, which is quite possible. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It, but it is though; it's all in our gym. There, none of them are away pictures. Mm -mm. What was my number? Forty-four, Keith Van Horn. Well, yes. they couldn't get like a travel photographer. That's not gonna happen. Team, <laughs> not like, for us. No. Not for us. Yeah. Look. Okay. So these are different jerseys, but still super short. This is me. Like I'm trying to pull down my shorts. Just, I remember Ryan McDaniel. We're not friends. Ryan McDaniel, I remember you You had to wear, like, you couldn't wear, like, regular boxer shorts with these. You just couldn't. Because right. I remember a ref calling him out, like, hey, fix your shorts. But it was just, he was just wearing boxer shorts. Yeah. But they stuck out because these things were so fucking tiny. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. Old timers game. Oh, that's always fun. I don't even remember. What is that? It's where the old, like... Like the teachers? Yeah. The teachers play, like, the varsity or some yeah. shit? Huh. It's fun. Coach Clavon didn't play. What a bum. Just kidding. I love you, Mr. Clavon. You will never see this, so... Mr. <laughs> Clavon. <laughs> Trying on him again. You hated Mr. I... Fuller. No, no, no. Warlow. We, 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 we were not friends. Let's see if my sportsmanship award made it in here, because I got a sportsmanship award. I did. Seriously, for sportsmanship. You little fucking pussy. That's what I should say. <laughs> so cute. That's hilarious. I wonder if I got any kind of awards. Probably not. I'm trying to stay as far away from anything as possible. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. <coughs> That's a seizure. Goodness glaciers. <laughs> Goodness glaciers. <laughs> That's it. Okay, good. I don't feel so bad. So Michael Riffle also got sportsmanship. I feel better. <laughs> Michael Carlson got most improved. At least get most improved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Michael Carlson got most good improved. Good for you. Ooh, good job. You did it. <laughs> Activities. Oh, Ooh, boy. outfit time. Leader, yeah, leadership conference. All these Letterman's jackets. Ah, uh, Letterman jackets. Mm, I never got one of those. I didn't either. 
the yeah. letters for him, but I didn't even get the letters. Didn't get the jacket. The school I graduated from was too ghetto for such things. <laughs> Mr. Hagen Bush, King of the Road. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> oh my God. I was never a fan. Insane. Thanksgiving banquet. These are things that I don't really remember. I remember Mr. Kavan. Definitely remember the Thanksgiving banquet. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a deal here. Like, they got no Oh, it's Ark. a huge deal. They yeah. bring in, like, all the parents and everything. And, like, like an Easter the kids play kind of serve thing? them, like, huh. Thanksgiving dinner. And it's, it's yeah, it's a big deal. Like, everybody comes, that. the whole church, whole school. Like, anybody that has a kid there, we do a whole pageant and, like, a show and everything. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That's crazy. Christmas program, I got in on that. Saying a holy mm -hmm. night. I'm sure I'm in there somewhere. Well, let's fucking find you. Let's look for the hair. There's Lydia. Yes. Stephanie. I'm probably like right behind right be my hands. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's probably exactly where I am. There's but, a bunch no, of kids down here. I see you. Me neither, dude. I need a fucking baby son. <laughs> I did a lot of singing. I was never yeah, afraid to be in front of people. I bet you're people. in there somewhere. I'm but sure. there's no way to see Casey Flynn on the keyboard. Yeah, I took lead in a lot of the theater productions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Christmas parties. Christmas is fun. Even my turn. God, you guys were so bad at captions. This is neat. That's a caption on a picture. I professionally this write. This is neat. I professionally write captions on pictures now for a living, so I'm going to judge the shit. So out of you guys. <laughs> What's Christmas so interesting? Christmas is fun. I love I presents. I love presents. <laughs> Having a great time. <laughs> this is before hashtags were a thing. Definitely. Oh my god. Were they a couple? These two? They look like one. I feel like they were. They probably were for a yeah. while. Yeah. Everybody was a couple yeah, for a while. It's true. not like there weren't. There, there was anybody else no, to pick there, from. There wasn't a lot of. There was a right. lot of swapping going on. <laughs> you know I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to know what was actually going on. <laughs> no, that's true. None of us do. No. Whoa! That's George's... That's uh, Tommy's brother, George. He took Kaylee to something? Looks like it. Wow. Some Christmas banquet. Okay. That is very interesting. Who's Matthew with? I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't either. Oh, there's Arianne. Oh, I, I she her. definitely babysat me for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a book of babysitters That's Ashton Soria's older sister, Arianne. No. Um, and oh, she was awesome. She was super cool because yeah. she was a little like darker, so a little into like darker colors, right. like, darker lipstick. A little and she would wear like. Right, and she yeah. was into dragons and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And so cool I was shit. always really interested in her. And now mm -hmm. she's married and has three or four kids. What? And, like, she's super cool still. Good. Good for really her. Like her. That's red. Oh, God. I wow. Hate that referee. <laughs> Quite the artist, Stuart. <laughs> I know that's my work. <laughs> for sure. Purple, purple, purple. Oh, my God. You were oh, super bored one night. Yeah, for sure. So I remember this. So see these jerseys? These are the old jerseys. So we were having a tournament, and, and um, Junior Varsity had to wear our jerseys, and they bitched about it. And we're like, yeah, we know. We have to wear these shits all the time, all even the time. on the road. Yeah, we were like, see what see what it is, guys? See what you get? We were super pissed. That's uh, funny. Oh, man. That's us. 
So we played. I know this is boring, stupid stuff. We played one game in the Invitational. It was we were playing a. Look at those fuckers even got team shoes. Mm, that's funny. We got shit. So we played one game against like a varsity team. Yeah. Because they because a team was missing from the tournament. So we oh. were literally the sacrificial lamb and we got murdered. Oh, it was no. terrible. Uh, Bob Jones University. It must have been an Invitational. It looks like. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Invitational. There it is. Um, who cares? Spirit Spirit Week Pep Rally. This you might be able to find me in. I bet. Because I put together some baller costumes. (laughs) That's one thing I could always do is dress up. I was like, oh my god, this is is Halloween. Maybe. No one else in school had that hair. That's true. That does look like me. Oh, this is a different Tin Man. Oh, yeah. There were lots because we had like a, it was a Wizard of Oz day. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure we did. I'm not seeing you though, other than I that picture. Either. I thought maybe Boo. just me. I was hoping for something good. So, yeah, sorry. Well, the yearbook is only half over now, so. Darn. Still, <laughs> you seem pretty upset about this. Yeah, I just wanted a good costume. <laughs> oh, hey, and Spirit Week continues. Oh, the cheerleaders dressed up as cheerleaders? How original. Amazing. There's Leah. Yeah. Not dressed up as anything. I don't Leah think. was definitely more popular than I. That's really? For sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Very interesting. She was way cooler than I was. <laughs> I was just kind of a bitch, honestly. <laughs> I had a terrible temper and couldn't quite figure out how to harness it, and so I was. Well, you bitch. weren't in the right environment to figure out how to harness it either. True. It took me years. I'm not in these. These not. Crazy. I know you didn't make it. I did a good job hiding. Yeah, you did, even with your cool outfit. Mm-hmm. Homecoming. That's uh, Tommy's dad, George. That's a whole bunch of McLeans. What was, wow, home- what was homecoming? Oh, Mitchell, that? you look so cute. <laughs> yeah. Adorable. For sure. Oh, wow, yeah, it's all of the McLeans yeah. and mom. Yeah. Oh, my God, are these, like, awards? Okay, I'm yep. sorry. I'm not going to read through these. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, let's see here. Oh, but let's see if you got one, though. Hang I'm on. pretty sure I did. I'm... Let's find you. Let's see here. Would Are you, they would in... be back over here? What kind of order is it in? Oh, elementary. Yeah, so you would be here. Definitely too young for anything, like... Any Jesus shit? Well, Jesus shit would probably be what I got yeah, it for. Like, there the was... memorization of yeah, Bible verses. Science, I because know. I have a Bible verse memorization, like, um, certificate from Do a you really? class. <laughs> yeah. That's I awesome. have one. I have a Bible college degree with a pedophile's signature on it. Ooh. It's pretty pretty sweet shit. Okay. Honor roll. No, no honor roll for you. Honor roll. <laughs> I knew that. Reading, penmanship, spelling, honor roll. Christian character traits. Oh, that's first grade. I Hang just on. didn't really get a whole lot of awards. <laughs> I was in trouble more than I was getting awards. Kinder, well, so the only Bible memorization I'm seeing is for like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. That's not. We all us. had them though. Yeah, for sure. Christian character. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. First, on this first grade. These are okay. Whoever oh, did this yearbook, what is this now, 18 years ago? Yeah. 18 years ago, you fucked up. I'm just going to tell you right now. I will say this. My little sister, Elena, which makes um, total sense, she got a Christian character trait award for respectfulness. Mm. 
Uh, just so you know, she was faking it the whole time. <laughs> ha -ha. She was calling you a bitch behind your back, whoever you are, and now she's feisty. <laughs> she gained the system, she's... she came out on top. Right, exactly. So oh, Elena scripture. Duncan is in scripture memorization over Andrew, there. Oh, look at all the Hardys, except for me. Yeah. I'm sure Kaylee's Andrew, in there. Leah, Kaylee and Johnson. Lydia. Yeah, Kaylee was stupid yeah. good at memorization. Crazy good. Always was. That was fun. Yeah, dude, I just didn't make the list. You didn't, you didn't make any of the lists? Uh-uh. These are a lot of lists, and you're not on any of them. A lot of lists I am not on. Oh, that's hilarious. School was not my favorite thing. Yeah, me neither. Never. I sucked at it. I did, too. High fives. <laughs> uh, okay, see, I don't care about that shit. What did Tommy do? Show that one. <laughs> Stephanie, I'll do it. Stephanie, you've got. Have you seen totally this? I am totally sending this to her. <laughs> Stephanie, you look so cool. This is straight up a model shot. <laughs> Gorgeous. I love it. Just beautiful. I didn't do that, Stephanie. That's all her. Look at these boys. I'm one of them. Hilarious. <laughs> look at that part. These are look at how high up. I... So I have the dumbest looking part here. You're not. Can you not see try it? it but I don't know if it'll be. So it's not. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Okay, so here are all the boys, and then this one, Stuart. If you can see this freaking crazy part right here, I will say what this, are they doing? I will say this for me at that age. That's a great hairline. It is not there anymore. <laughs> it is definitely uh, moving. But that part is like, it's not the preacher part way on the side where it should be, and it's not in the middle. Like, it's acceptable either of those places. It's direct in between. Like, it's stupid. I just got to elementary field trips. Okay. Uh, I'm That's also not in any of these because I was always in trouble. And so you didn't system, get to go? I never got to go on any of really? these. Really? No. They made me sit in a room with Joe, who was my, you know, the other person that was always in trouble. trouble with me. Because we were always in trouble together. And, like, that's that's why. Always I causing trouble. So in elementary school, I can't remember. I think it was fourth grade. Uh... We were standing at the top of a hill, and mm -hmm. there was this massive log that had been cut down, huge tree. We I don't all like decided. This story already. Uh, oh no, it's bad. <laughs> we all decided at the top of this hill, me, Joe, and Jason, my two, you know, best friends, sidekicks. They hop on the ends of this log, and I hop into the middle, and we're rocking it back and forth in like fourth grade, and it starts to roll down this hill, and they jump off the edges, yeah. and I can't make it. So I'm trying to scramble down this hill as this massive log is rolling. Are you like after running me. on? Oh, okay, like, okay. Scrambling, so. like legs and feet scrambling. This thing is running after me, and then it finally hits my leg and rolls like halfway <sighs> oh, up my leg. Ow, completely fuck. crushed my ankle into the ground. No and shit. I had to go have surgery. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> not joking. Oh like, my god. Um, How Penny, old were you? Yeah, Fourth grade, think. yeah, like 10, Jeez, 10, I don't know. Jesus. But Penny ended up running down and like picking me up, and everybody pushed it off, and As she Penny ran does. back up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. That but yeah, crazy. those boys, my my sidekicks, <laughs> we were always in trouble. I'm sending pictures to my siblings after oh, this. Look one. at Andrew. Really He's super stoked one. on something. <laughs> Probably just got to pet a goat. Yeah, that's it like again. a some kind of man. Trip. He had some dope shirts. Look at that shirt. <laughs> Oh my that gosh. shirt's cool now. You want to hear about one of my most embarrassing moments? Yes. Is it about clothing? Because I yes, have one too. All right, I can't wait to tell you mine. Um, so, 
the way that they did uh, lineups oh, yeah, after <laughs> Yeah, I recess. remember lining. Oh, I'm, I was so, thinking about after school, yes. Well, after recess, like, boys mm -hmm. are in one line, girls are in yeah. the other. Um, and basically, when you get done from recess, like, you run in, you get a drink from the water fountain, uh -huh. go to the bathroom or whatever, and then you run out and you get into your line, boys in one, girls in the yep. other. Well, I like to be first in line because yeah. I like to be first at everything. Because you're you. Because I'm me. So it's like... It's fall, and I have just been given by Stephanie Wardlow, uh -huh. my best friend, a matching sweater and sweater skirt combo. Mm. So cute. And I loved it. Hell but yeah. it was it was getting a little warm, and yeah. I had had that sweater over top of another sweater. And I had just gotten <laughs> to the age where I think I was in fifth grade. My mom had just started telling me I was because I was in Mr. Riffle's class. Right. But she's like, you need to start wearing, like, a training bra or, oh, okay. you know, a slip or something. Right. And so she had just bought me a full-length slip. So I have a full-length slip under a two-piece, like, <laughs> sweater, skirt type deal, which, by the way, makes things slip all over the place. Like, super weird. Yes. I have so many weird stories about slips. So We'll get into those. Right. So I run out. I'm the first one in the girls' line. Uh -huh. I'm standing up there. So it's Joe and Jason and RJ and, like, everybody else in the yeah. line, and they're standing here. And I get a little hot because... You know, it's, it's all over. I'm inside. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take off this sweater over right. top of my sweater. So right. I just whip it off, and I'm just standing there. It's, like, oh, it's a little cold in this hallway, and the boys are all giggling. They're loving it. <laughs> and I look down, and I'm in just my slip. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm giggling. Just my slip. And me, being who I am, yeah. like, I do take off into the bathroom, but instead of crying or freaking out, I lay it in the middle of the bathroom on my back and just started dying laughing with my sweater in my hand. And That's the girls the were like, why are you naked? I was like, I'm not, <laughs> not naked. naked. <laughs> like, I'm not naked. This is funny. <laughs> they did not That's think it was funny. Them, I was almost That's... in trouble. Oh, for me, sure. Like, I, was, I was pretty yeah. close to being in trouble. But... I wore girls' pants. Oh. <laughs> How did that feel? <laughs> Little snug, <laughs> if, we're being, <laughs> if we're being honest. No, so that would have been the middle of sixth grade. We always bought our clothes secondhand. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize, I mean, I don't know how I didn't realize because of how they fit. I should have known. Oh, but no. like, it was, ha but here's the worst part. It wasn't like after I got home or before I could change in the morning. It was in the middle of the day when people kept making fun. And I was like, oh, no. what's your problem? Girl's pants, like whatever brand it was, like it was clearly a girl's brand, and they oh, had a no. thing on the back, like lucky across yeah. the ass. <laughs> we weren't <laughs> gorgeous, it was, it was 2000 something <laughs> early, so we didn't have we didn't have juicy across our asses yeah, right? yet, but not yet. <laughs> you know, it was the patch up here, like the Levi's yeah. or rather this side, and it was halfway through the day, and I realized what was going on, and I was like, Oh, oh god, and there's nothing I could do. I'm not gonna call my dad working at Grand Rental Station, but like. Right. Hey, bring me some new jeans. Like, no, I'm fucked. Yeah, the rest of the day, down. here I am with these girls' And that's jeans. the thing, too. Like, <laughs> I maybe make myself sound a little bit old, but um, I don't feel like that's something I could have called my parents for. No. Like, at that, like you don't no, bother no. your parents with for... insignificancies that no. small. No, not like, at all. Especially not at work when I've got no. a fucking job. <laughs> I am taking care it's of not my like eight children. <laughs> picking up the phone to call Kip, you know, bring my chopstick, like it's yeah, not, right. You don't get to do that. <laughs> I feel not... like the other day I was working a job and one of the girls missed the bus mm -hmm. and she ran into the office where I was working. Was right. like, Mom, Mom, I missed the bus. Can you take me to school? And I was like, Shit, if I'd have missed the bus and been like, Mom, Mom, take me to school, she'd have beat my ass. Yeah. And then I'd have tried to, like, 
I don't know, figure out my own wings and flown there. <laughs> right. Or no, you figure it out. Yeah, I remember calling the police solving. officer that guarded one of the public schools that we were at and being like, Officer Lemon, I know that this isn't normal, but I missed the bus. Can you please pick me up? I'm scared of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> And he did. The officer really? drove from the school, which is like three miles away in the no near, and I drove into town and picked me up and took me That's to school. That's crazy. I was like, Thank you. Wow. <laughs> but it's a different time. Yeah. It was. Parents' Day and Grandparents' Day. Oh boy. I'm sure my parents weren't there. Not not saying that against them, just Uh, Mrs. Overmeyer. Uh -huh. She was a good woman. Mm -hmm. I really liked her. Yep. Oh, there's Jordan Nightig. I was waiting for him. I didn't see him in the regular picture. Yeah, huh? That's a good kid. I really like Jordan. I don't see anybody in between. I see a few of the riffles yeah, over the riffles. here. Well, it's trumpets. Of course the riffles are there. Nine. Oh, they're so good. They're talented as fuck. Um, there's Leah and Samara. Mm -hmm. And you. Oh, it's an ensemble. Yeah, it's for singing. Ta-da. Yeah, well, of course. I did singing. <laughs> All the singing. Oh, there I am, vocal solo oh, and speech. Oh my God, go. the speech! I gave a speech Let's... on. It was a comedic speech, and it was about peanut butter. So I had to Did pretend you, that it? I had peanut butter in my mouth, basically, and huh. give this speech while my tongue was stuck to the top of my mouth. It's basically what was happening. So it was super fun. And then you talk about it being really slick, like thick, and you like lick it off a finger. <laughs> It was the funniest speech, and I thought it was hilarious. Oh, that is hilarious. I ended up getting first place for it, yeah, which was really have. cool. But I only had like four people in the whole room. Nobody wanted to come hear my speech. Oh, no. But it was so funny. That's I remember hilarious. one of the only things my mom ever came and actually oh, like listened that's to. Cool. And she heard me give the speech. She was like, wow, that was really good. But yeah, it was a memorized speech that you had yep. to memorize, and then you presented it, it and did. But I. I personally decided that throughout the whole speech, I was going to stick peanut my butter. tongue to the top of my mouth and make it seem like I had peanut butter <laughs> stuck in my mouth, which was so much fun. That's a great memory. Leah got something, too. Spelling yeah. bee. Yeah, that sounds right. Tara, Old Testament test. Yeah, I didn't get anything. Oh, yeah, Hillary. So oil painting. She did a really good oil nice. painting. I remember that. And Heather. Yeah, oh. she's a really good artist. Huh? Watercolor. Samara was always super good at go. history. Look at Robin Waldrop. Yep. Polychromatic oh, yeah. drawing. Can't see There's it. There's a, a fence and Young there was tree. like a barn tree. Yeah. Like, it's really pretty. Spelling bee, Leah. Yep. Your sister. Math and science, Bethany. Mm. Makes sense. These are all the things that I would expect these yeah. people to be good at. <laughs> these like, are yeah, part of the yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew it. I knew it. Right, right, right. <laughs> God, my hair was crazy. <laughs> Just a little bit. Show them. See, ugh. <laughs> Nobody ever taught me how to do my hair. That's okay. You figured I it figured out. I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Fundraisers for London. Oh, yeah, senior trip was London. Oh, I wish. Yeah, same. I did go to Cedar Point. <laughs> did I? Oh, yeah, Cedar Point Sorry. is my face. <laughs> I just straight up scribbled on an scribbled entire someone. face. I really think it's Kaylee. Was it Howard? I really think it's Kaylee. Yeah, because there you yeah, are. <laughs> Did you not like her? I did not, apparently. Oh. <laughs> All right, you guys have to see this. Kaylee, if you oh. ever find this or see this, forgive me. It's just too funny not to show. Apparently, I'm not a fan at all. Yikes, that's terrible. So this, oh, see your Kaylee, point. Kaylee, if it this helps, is... I loved you and hated Heather. There you go. But Heather and I are now super cool, so. <laughs> 
I remember going to Cedar Point. My dad went with me to make sure I didn't have sex with anyone. I'm pretty sure that's what Oh, I that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? right. Because, you know, on roller coasters, that's the that best time to get it in. Everyone has <laughs> sex. All the sex. It's the corkscrew. That's what it is. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> no, it's not Kaylee. Because that's Kaylee, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Whose face did you scribble out? Is Ryan in there anywhere? Seems that you had a bit of a. Probably had. Towards him. Had. No, no, not had. Have. <laughs> That's ongoing. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could be Ryan. I don't know though. Oh, this is gonna bug me. And there's no way, like, no, there's, there's no way to find that out. Pop out the other right? <laughs> I push him through. Uh, nope, I guess not. So this is the London trip, which neither me nor you got to go on. So mm -mm, fuck it. No. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. Oh, I gotta so talk funny. to Stephanie tonight and be like, um, <laughs> are you good with your dad? Because clearly I was not for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, we were not cool. <laughs> Joel and Monica. Oh, Mark and Dan. Oh, so here's the couples. Kurt and Alyssa, mm -hmm. Aaron and Amy. Wow, really, Aaron? Good job. I know. They were not together. They <laughs> no, just went together to this event sure. just to put that There's out there. There's no way. No. No offense, Aaron. We are friends on Facebook. She just wanted a date. Um, Dan and Stephanie. They were a good couple, and I don't know if they're still together. I'm friends with Dan McCormick on Facebook. I th he looks like he has a happy life. Happy for him. That's good. Casey and Jennifer. Jason and Liz. I don't know more of these people. Joel, yes. They were definitely a couple. Joel oh, and yeah, Joel and Monica. For sure. Andrew and Megan. Andrew and Megan were definitely mm, a couple, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very, like... All right, well, I'm not in any of these pictures. Stephanie is, of course. There she is, playing the piano. Again, again, again. <laughs> Senior breakfast. Who fucking cares? Oh, except me. Whoa. Pastor Ryan, Whoa. I did not like. No, you did Moron, didn't. jerk. Jerk. I can't spell stupid. stupid. No, idiot. stupid. Stupid with a T. Sorry, fool. Fool. Oh, Retard, dummy, ignorant. Gawad, <laughs> gaywad. Homo. Hilarious. Good did not like him. No. This this yearbook is all about my bitterness. That's terrible. I like this picture, though. This next picture on the next page. Sorry. Oh, yes? It's a good one? Yeah. Okay. This one right here. Oh, Leah. Oh. Ooh, those are these culottes, Leah, are killer. I'm not putting that picture up there. Pleated She'll culottes. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I was good at hiding. Yeah, you were. And you're not in here at all? It's Lindsay. A riffle. No. Matthew. No, but my mom got her lip stung by a bee this day. <gasps> no shit. Bless you. You're allergic to Grace Baptist Academy. Is <coughs> it Academy? I'm allergic Grace to Baptist Christian School. Preachers, pastors. <laughs> well, I'm not a preacher anymore. No. Oh my God. I am dumb. I'm, oh, Ryan Wardlow. I'm so sorry, oh Ryan. Gosh. Look, your dad gets stars. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. My dad is very much loved by everyone. By me. Especially Stuart. Especially by me. Damn, I need to give that guy a call. <laughs> Serious. I'm not, I'm re reliving all hey, this hey shit. Hey, Daddy Duncan. Hey, hey. Now look Pastor, here. Pastor Duncan mm -hmm. is what I always called him. I Don't that. call him that now. No, I would not, but it was <laughs> what I called him. Then step. These are the fuckers that can't write captions. <clears throat> The Den staff, yes. Yeah. Mark, I will never tire of your frosted tips. That's a beautiful thing. And Joel, Joel, is that Joel Nighting? Yeah. Such good work, guys. I'm sure Chase had them at some point, too. Mm. 
all the cool kids. All right. she, was, she was trouble. Was she? Yeah. She was, she was basically like the whole dad thing. Like, really? <laughs> Jesus. Mm -hmm. German club. Okay, I think this is just kind of like we have an extra page. And... Yeah, right. <laughs> we had a club. We had a club. We'll just throw this together. Well, who else talked to you? Oh, there's more. Aaron, Who's Ruthie that? Mann. Ruthie Mann. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Hey, what? <laughs> that's definitely how it looks, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Miss you over here. I'm still at Grace. Clearly, because you signed the book. Talk to you, yeah. Blue Light Special? What was that? Yes, hi, Blue Light Special. What was that? I don't know what that was. I don't remember. I mean, I immediately go, K-Bart. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I think. Obviously. Lindsay. You must have inside jokes. We definitely did with, uh, who was that? Ruthie? Ruthie. Oh, Ruthie K-Man. You can, Danielle. Oh, man. Honey. Cassie Shock. Yeah, what's up? We got new B-Ball jerseys and my number is 55. Look at this, Jason, Jason 44 Williams. 44 Stings, 55 rules. rules. Hilarious. Smile, you Christy know, shock. Christy Shock. Are you having fun? <laughs> Matt, Matt McLean. Mm -hmm. Stewie, hey, what's up? I miss you guys a lot. Say hi to Leah. What? Oh, Amy McDaniel. Tita misses. Wow, I don't remember a lot of these notes. I remember the people, but not all the notes. Damn, well, that's our yearbook. So that was a trip down memory lane. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, what we're going to do right now, really quick, is pause. We'll come right back. So hang out for just a second, guys. I actually wanted to hang out at all, but we're coming right back. I promise. Okay, I'm not going to stop everything. I just need to see yeah. what you John... Go for it. What John uh. sent me like an hour ago in case yeah. he's doing taxes right now. Nice. Now it's gonna be all different. Son of a bitch. I totally fucked it all up. Okay. Have some munchies. You can eat on the podcast. Huh? Do it. Do you want something to eat something? Okay. You say so. Alright. <clears throat> Cool. Um, 
and we're back. Uh, we had to take a brief pause. Uh, we're back, and we're just we were just talking about that took that took quite a while. Quite I'm really <laughs> glad. It, I'm glad it did. Like, that was all very organic. And uh, when she came by, um, I didn't let her look at it until right. till right now. So all it. those were real reactions, and I haven't looked at it in probably a good two or three years. So, uh, and I, I think if I remember right, I'm going to be selfish and talk about me for a second. I feel like that was sent to me. I feel like all those signatures and everything happened at Grace mm -hmm. and then someone, and I had, they, they got all the signatures. Someone did that for me. I'm wondering who that was. Um, props to you, whoever that was uh, that got those signatures for me. Cause that's, that's awesome. Um, so we grew up in a similar construct in the independent fundamental Baptist movement. Mm -hmm. And I know I generally... <clears throat> tend to have fellows on the podcast that grew up in that movement just because that's who's accessible to me. Not that I don't have a problem with all of my John friends because it seems like every guy I have on here is named John. Um, but I I always appreciate having a woman on that's had to grow up in, in that construct because it is, while it is, the, it is one and the same, it's, I think it is very much different for women than it is for men for a lot of reasons. But I want to kind of break that down and... Something that I do want to talk about that we've talked about before that I think is really interesting is that, and I don't make the, this, this isn't to say someone's some one way or someone's another way, but I took everything hook, line, and sinker. Like, mm -hmm. didn't matter what it was, my dad, whatever pastor, whoever it was, like, I believed everything they said to the letter, even when it made no sense or when, you know, I couldn't explain it to friends and family. I always believed it. I always bought it. We were talking earlier, and that was not the case with you. Not that you disbelieved, you just had more of a questioning and there was always a why for you. Mm -hmm. Because inside of any cult, but most especially for us, the one that we came from, there's a shitload of whys. Mm -hmm. Like, why is this a rule? Why is that wrong? Why is, you know, why is going to the movies not okay? Why mm -hmm. Just all kinds of things. So, so, if you could talk to that for a little bit, how did that... How did that play, I mean, not a day in the life so much, but how did that play out for you, um, having that as your narrative, like continually asking why? That couldn't have been beneficial towards you inside of that construct. There's just no way. No. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I started asking lots of questions as a young kid because we had also mentioned earlier, like, the whole cult and what we were subjected to and where we were. There was a particular point in my life in the beginning when... I was definitely part of the independent fundamental Baptist church movement, For sure. but I wasn't in something that was quite as strict as what it had been before. So before okay. I really would have started asking questions, mm -hmm. things seemed pretty normal. Like most right. people go to church and most people yeah, it's America. wear dresses as far as I'm concerned, uh -huh. as far as girls, you know, like most girls wear dresses. Okay. Right. This is pretty normal mm -hmm. and this is how this works. But when I got into... It was about like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I just mm -hmm. started going to a new church, yep. which you know of, and it's uh -huh. pretty darn strict. I'm familiar. And I started very, very open yeah. church. Yeah. And then I started asking questions, and it wasn't it wasn't that I disbelieved anything that I was being taught. I was perfectly fine with wearing skirts down to my ankles, and I was perfectly fine <laughs> with all of these like I know that Crazy sounds terrible. Rules. All of these like wild little rules and different things. I didn't care. 
But my big problem was is that I was going to church here and then I was going to a public school or I was going oh. out into the world and working a job. I've right. had a job since I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. I've been serving or like delivering papers. Yep. So, and then I started, you know, serving and bartending, yeah. you know, and as I got yeah. older. And so I, I wanted to know So you when... lived, so part of your life was lived inside of this cult and part mm -hmm. of it was lived in the real world. Right. And so that, that definitely generates a shitload of questions mm -hmm. of like, why, why, why is it, why is everything that I'm taught Everything that's demonized here is normal there. Yeah. And why I mean, is that? Really, I didn't even want to know why it was quite demonized. Okay. I just wanted to know, like, when my friends asked me why I couldn't go to the movies, Can I, I wanted something. to be able to be like, okay, well, this is why God says I can't go to mm -hmm. the movies. Like, that's how good right. I was. Like, right. I didn't want to upset my parents. I never drank. I never smoked. I never left school early. Mm -hmm. I didn't play hooky. I yep. didn't, like, date boys. I didn't do anything yeah. bad. I wanted to know why things were done the way that they were. Mm -hmm. So basically I could witness to my friends and tell yeah. them, yeah. this is why God says to do this. And right. this is why I think we should follow these rules. Gotcha. You know, and it was, I, I did, I wanted to follow it. I wanted yeah. to believe it. But instead of somebody <clears throat> being like, okay, well in John chapter three, verse, you know, right. this is how this works. I would have sat down and soaked that shit up so fast. Oh, yeah. I was like a sponge. I wanted to yeah. learn. I wanted to know what it was. But then <clears> instead <throat> of being like, okay, go look that up yourself or try to figure it out or right. see what you get and come back to me or, yeah. you know, this is what I have. Some kind of a solution. Anything at all. Yeah. It was more just, why are you asking this question? Why are you questioning God's authority? Yeah. Why are you blaspheming? Why yeah. are you doing, you know? And it was like, oh, okay, well, this is not cool. Yeah. So every single question that I asked was answered that way. Yep. There was never a real reason You're not why. You're going to get a concrete reason. Right. And so when I couldn't, and I mean, the, the reason was is because most of the things, like, I didn't ask, why are we not allowed to commit adultery? Why right. can we not kill people? <laughs> right. Like, these are pretty normal Basic answers. You know, instincts. why can we yeah. not steal from our friends? Right. You know, that's not what I was asking. It was yeah. more like we discussed this earlier, With legalism, too. legalism, yeah. The one church that I went to, we weren't allowed to wear heels over a certain height. We weren't allowed to wear earrings that were over a certain length long. It was like a dime or shorter. We weren't allowed to have so, our hair cut a certain way. Hang on, way let me back that up. So you're saying that if you wore an earring, it couldn't extend beyond the a, size the, of a dime? Past your earlobe. Past your earlobe. A dime past your earlobe. So like you are way, super sinning right now. I am such a sinner. But this one's okay. <laughs> well, I have two different them. earrings. Yeah. Can, can we see these? Yes. Hold on. So... so so, so this earring would probably would be okay. It's it's, it's questionable. Close. It is close. <laughs> this earring, this you're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know these things or not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Hundred percent. So, but that, again, like, sorry, there but were more. But these are the things yeah. that I would start to ask questions yeah. about. You know, like, just don't well, up. why can't I wear high heels? And why yeah. can't I wear? This was a huge one. Why can't I wear blue nail polish or purple nail polish? What? Apparently, like. The big thing in our Is church that the was... the attire of an harlot? Well, not only that, but you were kind of telling the world that you were dead. Because when your fingers and your eyes are blue and purple, like, that's when you're dead. Like, your body starts to that turn was blue like and purple. Legit... So you don't want people to think that you're dead or but dead inside. But that was inside. a legit, so, like... Yeah, we were Principal? not. Yeah, that was because a huge it looked like deal. You were dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it was not something that you wanted. You wanted to look alive Jesus for God, Christ. and so you had to make sure, like, if well, you were going to wear colors, they needed to be pink, like red, like bright, pretty lady colors. Like they could not be blue or purple. That's for sure. Terrible thing. So like, I wanted to know why, like, why is this a thing? You know, I have <laughs> and a quick these were the theory on that, that one. I have a quick theory on that one. I want to hear more of those rules. Cause those are 
fucking insane. And that's why I like having... having I've got one that's going to kill you can't in a wait. second. I've been saving this. I, sweet. So I... Um, that's This is why I like having you on, because I don't... Even even if I was at your church, I probably wouldn't have been aware of that no, rule. No, no, because guy. boys and girls were kept separate. Right. And we were told different things. Right, exactly. you got to right. manipulate your audience. Mm-hmm. And so the... I just, I have a theory, and I have lots of them. If you watch this podcast, you're aware. So, <laughs> my theory is that the person in charge that's putting that whole mm-hmm. thing in, that happens to be their type of fetish. Oh, or yeah, that totally. Really into. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel that whoever's like, like, like uh, a fellow by the name of Clifford, who still is at Housing Anderson College, um, who was kind of sort of a guest on the podcast, anyways. Um, he has a hair fetish. I promise you he does. That sounds weird, but there's fucking fetishes for everything. There that is. dude is there's super hung up on hair. Like what? So, like a particular kind of no, hair? No, no, no. Just like hair? hair in general. That oh. is his thing. I have had that man run his fingers through my hair. Interesting. Because I'm not passing a hair check. Like, I had a friend of mine, so he's a big. he was a big deal at the college. Yeah. So, and the, a big thing towards the end of, uh, uh, right around Christmas time, he and his wife would stand out front by the Christmas tree and take pictures. Big fucking ginormous Christmas tree, right? So he was standing out there taking pictures, and my friend John went up to take a picture with him, and uh, shook, shook his, stuck his hand out to shake this Clifford's hand, and when he did, Clifford just looked at him and was like, I will not, uh, I'm not going to shake your hand, I'm not going to take a picture with you, unless you, and there was a bathroom right there, unless you go in that bathroom and comb your hair. That's just fucking weird, man. That's, that's just fucking weird. Interesting. <laughs> so that's my theory, is that, and I probably have already said this on another episode, but whatever, I think I have, my two theories are, if you're an IFB preacher or like some kind of fundamentalist mm-hmm. preacher and there's a sin, air quotes, that you rail on consistently, it's probably something that either you feel like you're struggling with, more air quotes, it's probably not even a sin at all, or it's just your vice, it's your mm-hmm. thing. I, I, I fully believe that because of the way that these stories break about these oh, men. Oh, yeah. Um, and then that my other theory is the whole fetish thing. Like if you're really hung up on the way someone does something or wears something or whatever it is, that's your thing, man. Yeah. When you go to Pornhub, that is what you type in. Anyways, sorry. No, you are very. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm wrong, but it's whatever. No, I don't think so either. What's the one that's? Um, like, either, now so there was there was it. It wasn't necessarily like a rule. I would just say it, it was, was something very much understood. Yeah. Um, and it was it was just for women, obviously. You'll realize why in just a moment. I can't wait. And it was. <laughs> It was weird because it was it was not just understood. It was basically like, it was kind of said, I don't know. Anyway, so I was told when you grow up and you get to, you know, your point of puberty, yep. you start mm-hmm. to get your period. You develop. You know, first of all, I wasn't told what a period was. I had no idea. No, so, so when it did happen, I was scared. The big, thing, <laughs> the big thing about your sexual organs and sexuality in and of it self in any way shape or form is it's so taboo right i mean now all the pastors are having sex with you know children and secretaries and whatnot that's totally fine. normal right exactly right. <laughs> totally normal but but like when it and they can speak it from the pulpit they mm-hmm. can say very overtly sexual things mm-hmm. but when it comes to you and your parents or you and your siblings or anyone else trying to figure this shit out birds and the bee shit you don't get that no. you don't get that and it's no. super fucked up Anyway, sorry, yeah, that was my interjection. Continue. No, you're totally fine. Yes. Uh, where were we? Periods, developing, right. puberty. So, when I started my period, I was given pads immediately. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, pads are what there cool. is, and this yeah. is what we use. Yeah. 
Well, you start to grow up and, you know, I'm in a public school part of the time yeah. and part of the time yeah. in church, and I start to realize, like, some girls wear tampons, uh -huh. and they think that these are better, and they right. work better, which... If you're a woman and you've ever worn a pad, that shit's disgusting. <laughs> it's awful. It's like wearing, it's its a dirty diaper is what you're wearing. And you are volunteering to wear this. It's awful. Folks, this is why I like to have women on the podcast. This is not really a Just subject saying. I can broach myself. So there it's you have terrible. it. Pads are disgusting. You feel gross and it's bad. Anyways, so I approached my mother at one point in time this and was all like, so Mom, great already. <laughs> it's going to get better. Oh Believe me, you're about to lose it. All right. So I asked my mom, I say, Mom. Is this something I can try? Like, yeah. you know, can I can I try tampons? Yeah. I don't know how they work. I don't know where they go. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that this is a different option yeah. that other women have told me works better yep. for them. So I go to my mom. I say, Mom, can I try tampons? And she goes, Oh no, no, you like can't. Very dramatic. Very like very serious. You can't. You can't use tampons. Why? <laughs> can you to please you, you're explain? Just like, at, like it's an alternative method. Right. Right. Well, she explains very seriously. Yes. That. Only a whore would <laughs> would feel comfortable putting something in her vagina like that and leaving it there. Like only a whore would use a tampon. You're shitting me. I'm not. No, no. So I thought oh for years that only. So for like years and years and years, if a girl told yeah. me that she wore tampons, I'd be like, Oh, oh no, she's a whore. There's a we whore can't in be the friends room. anymore. <laughs> because their mom said it was okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, everybody's a whore. <laughs> Everybody's You're all, all going to hell. <laughs> oh, my God, that's incredible. And so I didn't for years and years and years mm -hmm. and years and years. I did not no wear way. them. I just stuck with pads because I thought for sure I'd be going to hell that's in a handbasket if I wore tampons. Oh, my God. All of life was over. So. <laughs> there you have it, folks. That's my favorite. Ladies, that's don't be wearing <laughs> tampons. You are... Wow, okay. <laughs> Filthy pirate hookers out there. <laughs> I had to. Ron Burgundy just... I just want to drop this. My job now is actually giving tours of what used to be a brothel, 118 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I am a tour guide so, in Alaska. What is, what is <laughs> Michael... Do you watch The Office? Yes. What does Michael Scott say? How the turntables. Anyways. How the turntables <laughs> turn have tabled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds correct. Um... God, that's crazy. But that's just, that's how, but I mean, I know this is a stretch, it's going to sound like a stretch to some people, but that's just how it works inside of a cult. In a cult, yeah, I know, right? It's, that's, it's whatever. It's funny, but it's not. It's not. It is, and it isn't, and it's all at the same time. In a cult, tampons make you a whore. Like, you go to anyone on the street anywhere and tell them that, and they're going to be like, I should stab you right now. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because it is dumb. It is and, dumb. And, and again, I'm dumb. I'm a man. I don't, that's not something that I've had the luxury of experiencing. However, that sounds crazy as fuck. And she's telling you it sounds crazy as fuck. And if you think it doesn't sound crazy as fuck, you're fucked. You're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. There you go. There you go. That's a better way. That's I'm a, crazy. That's a much kinder way of saying it. So, but that, I mean, that's. There's so much, again, fear and manipulation that goes on inside of a cult. Oh, yeah. I think that really speaks to it. I know that I haven't really, <clears throat> so I haven't really delved in. I had a, a friend who was a guest. Um, we delved into, she was Jehovah's Witness. We've talked about oh, that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, cool. so that was, I think that was helpful for yeah. me um, to hear that. One that of my best friends is a Mormon, and I love nice. talking to him. Yeah. Just because, like, in That's... the international, or like the, 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 
Baptist movement, your fundamental Baptist movement, yeah. you have this, like, they teach you that all other religions are terrible. Yeah. Like, not only not right, but they are They're basically, bad. like, they are pushing people to hell. Like, right. they are the worst of all the terrible yes. things. And so to now be old enough, and like I have read the Quran now, and I have nice. read the Book of Mormon, and oh, I yeah. have done, you know, I've done my research, and yeah. I've looked into these things, and I've listened Not to people. Not slanted research, your actual research. Right, like yeah. I've actually looked at this stuff, and you know, I've read other like, spiritual books mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily like the Tao yep. and right. Prince, or Prince, and you know, just so many different things, yeah. and it's... A lot of that I totally don't believe. It's not like it's something that I need to You don't to have to believe in. it. Right. Though. I just want to know. You want to be well rounded. There. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with curiosity. So that, and that's a beautiful thing. It's, and I, rem I actually took a class at Fake Jesus College, as I like to call it, <laughs> uh, called Cults and Heresies. Nice. And they actually collected pamphlets from Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, oh. Mormons. I don't know if they had anything for Catholics, but man, Catholics were railed against mm -hmm. in my church and every church I ever attended. Did you ever hear the, uh, you know, the whole, like, the crossing thing? Yeah. Did you ever hear anything? I heard anything? the mocking. My I've head hurts. My, my head hurts, hurts my, my chest heart hurts, hurts, and where's my pack of cigarettes? cigarettes? Same shit, guys. That's funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> though. Like, yeah. heartache, and where's my pack of cigarettes? Yeah, absolutely. That's yep. Yeah. That's absolutely. And that's so fucked up. Just leave it alone. <laughs> do your own religion. Like, why do you have? Why do you have to antagonize other people? Like, why? Yeah. Why take it to that level? You knock. If you're IFB, you knock on people's doors and you bug the shit out of them. Like, why? Why do you get oh, a pass yeah. to make fun of totally. any other religion ever at all? You don't. Fuck you for that. But yeah, that, I remember taking a class called Cults and Heresies, <laughs> and that was all we learned about was. And again, it's all about. There's. This is a word I use often when we talk about the IFB is demonizing. Like, it's they're so big on making. Mm -hmm. Everything else so bad, and every little thing you do so bad. And well, again, that's the only way to make themselves look normal. There you go. Like, exactly. To make that's everything so else well look said. crazy. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's especially they are when you're in crazy. it. Like, yeah, they are. They're exactly. insane. Like I was insane. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> we were there. Yep. So I know you've done. <laughs> I know you've done a little bit of um, research re research on Jonestown. Mm -hmm. So if you, I don't know, maybe you just give us a little bit of a synopsis or just something that stands out to you about that. I mean, yeah, we got bugs in here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, just talk about, if you want to talk about that a little bit. And I think something we had talked, I don't think, I know something we had talked about earlier, something you had said, um, <clears throat> that was very interesting to me, especially because, um, the, a big, a real, real big thing that bugs the hell out of me. And it happens often is, People's like the phrase that people that are still inside the cult or that just don't want to look at what we came out of as a cult. Well, why did you stay? Mm -hmm. well, why didn't you leave sooner? Or how could you not tell it was a cult? Yeah. But you said something earlier that was very telling, and it's it's uh, it would happen something that I think you said you kind of came to the realization as you're watching or, or doing your research on Jonestown. Yeah. That really it could happen to anyone. Absolutely anybody. Like I feel like it depends on where you are in your life and who you met and who you know. Who introduced you to it and how yeah. they introduced you to yeah. it and how it you know even even my girlfriend was talking the other day she said one of her best girlfriends who mm -hmm. is ridiculously smart spiritual in a way but yeah. not like a god worshiper right. or anything but like got kind of involved accidentally with a cult like and this stuff happens and it's not like she she realized it after about you know a short amount of time was like yeah. oh shit and took off, you know but like <laughs> It's something it's something that we don't always realize because no. you meet somebody and they're really cool and they have a lot of the same ideals as you and you're like, All right, cool and we, we kinda of scoot in. Yeah. Right. 
And I mean, as far as the Jonestown thing goes, yeah. I have. I've done a lot of research on it yeah. in my past. I always found it to be a very interesting subject. If you don't know who Jim Jones is, please go look him up. Yeah. And I was telling you earlier, there's a podcast that I really like to listen to. My girlfriend introduced me to it. Uh, it's called The Last Podcast on the Left. It's three best friends who all do this podcast together. Basically, they do crazy amounts of research on true crime and serial killers and just different things and they present you with this. So they have a four or five part um, podcast on Jim Jones nice. and the whole beginnings, how he started it, where he came from all the way to the end. So if you wanna hear more about it, go there. But um, basically he kind of just realized at a really young age that he could manipulate people with yeah. God. And so he really liked the socialism movement. He really liked, you know, making everybody he liked money and he liked other people working for what he wanted yeah. and so he found a way to do that through god and gotcha. so he what he would do is he would kind of he'd travel around doing a traveling preaching type deal, right and he'd find a group and he'd listen to them he'd be like okay what are these people like okay they're very very godly so what i need to focus on in this particular message is god Huh. because that's what they want to hear and then thing. i'll throw in a little bit of socialism around the corner mm. and then we'll get them and then he'd be in a group and these people would be very much you know communist or very much right. the same thinking right. that he was or and he would that's what he would preach and yeah. that's what he'd go for and then when he got them into the cult then he would preach god and it was like Damn. whatever he needed to do to get people in Just and wherever he needed to and like one of the other big things he would do is um, they basically stacked the people's church worshipers in buses like you would like slaves over from England. So what they would the stack fuck? these people in decommissioned Greyhound buses. They'd take a bus that fit about 50 people and put 200. You're drive them, me. Drive them from California and the Redwoods where they'd set yeah, up their commune yeah. and drive them to like New York or North Carolina. That far? That far. And then they would take like 700 of their own church people to a gathering that they thought 50 to 100 people would show up at to show them that that's how many people come to one of Jim Jones's services oh so then they God. would basically recruit all 100 people that actually yeah, showed easily. up and take them all back to the Redwoods so they just pack more people in these buses and the thing was is when they showed up they would give these people what this beautiful the... vision oh, yeah of course they'd be like we all live in this beautiful place in the Redwoods and it's gorgeous and it's wonderful and this is what we do and then they'd show up and realize that 37 people share two bathrooms and four bedrooms and be like oh shit this is where we live and they can't get out of it because yeah, they've given everything, everything to Jim Jones now. Oh all of their money, God. they've sold their house, they've given away, you know, all their clothes. Oh. And it's just crazy. So they get there and they have nowhere else to go. And, you know, it's they, and it's it's wild because you, you hear somebody that says something that you believe. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Oh, and then there's something else and I believe that. And you seem like a good guy. And, right. you know, if if God really is behind you... Well, how else would you have cured that cancer? He did a lot exactly. of Benny Hinn stuff. Oh, like, okay. People okay. would come up onto the stage. Oh he would the he'd go in in the beginning of a service, much much mm. like any of his others, and he'd mm. kind of walk around and he'd listen. Yep. And he would listen for somebody saying that they had a neck problem or a yeah. back problem or this or that. Right. And so he would call people out from the stage by name because he would hear them yeah. like total strangers. Oh, I feel God is calling a George. George Michaels, George Michaels, are you here with an earache, an earache? And he would stand up, yes, I am, I am. And so he'd get the stranger to come up right. there, and he'd basically heal him of his earache. And for some 
fucking strange reason, he wasn't healing him, but because he didn't want to look like an idiot in front of that many yeah. people, he would say he was healed. Well, it's like, a plac- you know, that's, you got a that's like, a placebo effect as right, well. Right, true. Because if this guy is at, if he got his ass to that meeting, he's probably he wanting to believe that. Yeah. And so, if it's something, and I'm sure he didn't pick too many things that were cancer or tuberculosis. I'm sure it was mostly. Oh, the back cancer. Egg. The cancer stories are good because he did really? do cancer. What? Mm-hmm. So what he would do is he would pick a person out of the room. Yeah. That didn't know that they had cancer, but oh, he, he, knew. he knew. He knew that they had cancer. How so he would up call them up onto stage. Because you really believe that guy, and that guy just that's just mm-hmm. that's just fucked. So he'd get called up on a stage, Jesus. and there was this I think it was a woman, don't quote me on this, I can't remember all of this, but mm-hmm. I think it was a woman that was up there with him who was supposed to be like his right hand man basically for a while. And he he would he would tell this person that they were suffering from cancer. Right. He'd do a little bit of like a weird thing a with them. Mojo. And then right when nobody else could see it, the woman would swoop in and shove chicken guts into their mouth, You're which would then immediately make them boom. The, yeah. the, right, the chicken guts up, which was passing the cancer. So he had then gotten rid of their cancer. Now here's the fucked up part. You think that's screwed up. That's Whatever people's up. church member was the closest on the yeah. floor would have to then grab those guts and eat them immediately to save anybody else from inspecting them and finding out that they were chicken guts. That's how dedicated they were to this man. <laughs> they would grab up, they knew what Lord it was, and they would grab me. them and eat them. So the second that you were inducted into his church, you were basically told all of his secrets, but told you had to keep, and they did, they followed him. What? Like, they would straight up just be like, okay, by the way, this is not cancer, this is chicken guts, and you need to eat them. Okay. <laughs> Jesus and everybody Christ. did everything he wanted. Like just so, I mean, we didn't get on the chicken Jesus. <laughs> we weren't on the chicken guts level, but I definitely recall a lot of things being done in the name of like serving the man of God. Uh, I ate a whole is, egg. I did you? Yeah, there you go. Five thousand extra points at camp. There you go. That's camp. That's a little different. We have to differentiate that. But I remember, so so I, I'm going to talk a little bit. That is, thank you for all yeah. that. That's fucking crazy. Just wild. Crazy. But that, that, to me, that transitions to talking about man worship. And I know I've talked about oh, it before. Yeah. I'm going to talk about, about it again, guys. If you don't like this subject, just fast forward. We'll get to something crazier, raunchier, for sure. But that, to me, speaks to like a high level of man worship. Um, and I remember, I remember when I was at Howells Anderson College, Jack Scott had every the guys once they get to these levels they have these little things that that you that they're easy for you to attach to mm-hmm. like these little things about them like they collect this thing you can collect it to mm-hmm. you know whatever it is so with jack scott have you heard of a god loves me sign like some people yes. have different and My i don't sister has i don't one, yeah. i don't discount and this is don't Please don't take this the wrong way, anyone, because I'm not throwing that out the window. My mom has one. She swears by it. I love her for it. I think it's great. That's terrific. I don't have a problem with it, and I don't discredit it. Mm-hmm. But Jack Scott picked pennies. That was his God loves me sign. Weird, strange, crazy, whatever. Here's what was weird. For his <laughs> birthday or something like that, again, this isn't on... I'm sorry, guys. I can't beat the chicken gut story. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is about as close as I can get, though. I remember it was on his birthday or something like that. His birthday's October 1st. I remember that because my birthday's October 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So his birthday came up, and we they did, like, a big drive for us to all get pennies. Pennies. And we, like, fucking covered. So the 
Have you been to Founders Park? Like the, the oh, newer, yeah. okay, the yeah. front entrance? That whole, like all those fucking Everything bricks, you were covered with pennies. That's just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. That's fucking stupid. Who's got to pick all those shits up? Yeah. You know, like that's just... A, Somebody again, that worships it. Yeah, for sure, right. yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, that's just one thing. I remember there's a lot of different things, but like the whole, the, 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 I don't, I'm not, I don't say it exists in every cult, but I think cults thrive on man worship. Oh, yeah, and I think they it's definitely a, do. It's a big thing, and I remember very well idolizing Jack Scopp amongst other famous preachers. In fact, um, and I'll just say names, I don't care. Do you know who Alan Donnelly is? Oh, yeah. But you know he sounds exactly like Jack Hiles. Yeah. That's just, and I know I've talked about this before, but like, mm -hmm. that's just the weirdest thing. Jack Hiles is dead. Mm -hmm. Stop impersonating him. I saw a video of Alan just a few months ago, and he's still wearing the same Jack Hiles ties. No, wow. Like, that was 10 years ago. D no. No. Um, Jack Hiles died in 2001. That oh, wow. Was, that was a long time I know. ago. Well, he just died the same year as uh, September 11th. I remember that. Wow. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's... The guy's been dead for years. Why are you still impersonating him? But that, to me, that just shows, like, you go to insane levels uh, to... To, to propagate man worship. It's just, it's, it's, you can't really, in my mind, you can't really like, I don't know how you justify it. You can't. But when you're inside, yeah. you don't, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing about being inside a cult. You don't see it. You don't see it as man worship. You don't see it as wrong. It's the man of God. You love him. You do anything for him. That's all you can see. Mm -hmm. It's not man worship. I remember. <laughs> the only times, okay. Yeah, I so, I did find a little bit of this man worship to be weird. This was another thing that I questioned. Yeah, good. The reason was is because I had a pastor's wife um, who her husband was, oh God, the head of the cult. Like, I can't even think, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. I just can't think of a name to call him. It's <laughs> like, all good. But like, <laughs> his wife specifically very sweet like I think she maybe said a few things at times that were not necessary but she was under his rule mm -hmm. but the way that she told us to worship our future husbands and the way that she yeah. told us yeah. to without question there is never ever ever should be a time in your married life where you question your husband like ever no matter what he says no matter what he does if you know it's wrong it doesn't matter what he says, it doesn't matter how wrong it is, it doesn't matter if maybe he's making a mistake or if he's making you look stupid, you let that man have the last say, the last word, because that's what's right, because he's the head of your household. Now later, maybe in private, you might be able to bring it up quietly and talk to him about it and maybe ask, but don't make it sound like you're actually questioning his authority because that's not okay. And you know, and she she's straight up told us multiple times if he does something and you know for sure it's wrong, you do not go against him. You can bring it up later, but you do what he tells you to in the beginning because whether it's even against the law, like I was told, even if it's against the law, God, Whoa. God is your judge. The police are not your judge. No one that else I've is your before. judge. That I've heard like, before. If you do something that you think is questionable, it doesn't matter if it's against any law whatsoever. As long as it's okay by God or okay by your husband, which is basically the same thing. God, God and your husband, because same thing. it it's coming straight through him. Whatever yeah. God's words He's are the coming head of the straight household. through your husband, yep. they never go to you. They go through your husband. So whatever he says is fine. You follow him without question, without, and that always, like, as a 16, 15, 16 year old girl, I say, what? 
Now tell me in what other situation anywhere in the entire world it's okay to not, like without sense. question, just do whatever someone says to do. Like, regardless of legalities or police involvement. Like that's why you just is throw it, all that Why away. is it when it's my husband right. is that completely, like, just completely a it's different thing? Unequivocally different. Why? You know, and that's another question they could never answer for me was why no, is it different never. here and not different? You know, it was just straight up, well, you're never going to find a husband. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. Thank God I have a great girlfriend yeah. now. <laughs> it worked out. She didn't find one, guys. Didn't want one. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, and and I can't say that I've heard that exactly, but I've had people tell me like this is you know, for the women this is what we heard. This was our narrative. This is our life. So I have I never had to hear that personally, but I do recall being told not exactly the mm -hmm. same, but a similar story. It's just like it just doesn't. Yeah, man worship whether it's the pastor, whether it's a husband, whoever it is. Like that's just fucking that. That's that uh, people. There are evil people. I fully believe that. I try to believe in the good and look for the good in people and all that. But I fully believe there are very evil people out there. True. And they're going to do evil regardless. But you're giving them, evil or not, you're giving people a, a platform, pass. A, a pass, yeah. the ability to just do a whatever pedestal. they want. Look, <laughs> it's, yeah, a pedestal is exactly what it is. Yeah, raise those fuckers up. Yeah. But that's, that's what you're doing. And, I don't know, I can't say it's every day, but every week I'm seeing something in a support group or on my timeline about another pastor that's either a pedophile or um, just some kind of grisly uh, crime that they're into. And it's and, I'm, and again, I'm not saying it's because they're given that freedom, mm -hmm. but that freedom does allow them and afford them the opportunities to do these awful, wicked, nasty things. Not, I'm not saying they wouldn't do them otherwise. But why are we or anyone else sitting in a place where the person that's our higher power, and not for lack of a better word, yeah. that's absolutely what it is, mm -hmm. why are we still allowing ourselves to sit in a place where this keeps happening over and over? I had my friend Mary on, and we talked about um, you know, the fact that if someone, you don't keep getting passes. Like, yeah. you do it once, whatever it is. If you get locked up, you get locked up. Like that's, I'm, not a, I'm not saying our justice system isn't, system isn't without flaws, mm -hmm. but... Man, you're going to get locked up quick for some of these things. Yeah. The same things you would get locked up quick for are the same things that it gets swept under the rug over and over and over and over again. And when I see one of these stories about a pastor, an assistant pastor, a bus director, whatever it is, a man in leadership at a church, and I see a story about pedophilia, child pornography, or even adultery, whatever it is, or there have been a lot of, actually this, the the head of the Southern Baptist Convention not less than a month ago had to step down. Really? Very vague, very like, I was doing something that was inappropriate and my Lord and Savior, blah, blah, blah. They, It's always very like gray yeah. area shit. But that just happened within a month of, of today. That's happened. So when I see these things, the first thing that comes to my mind is, yes, you got, you got caught, mm -hmm. but that's not the first time. Whatever it is you've been doing, or whatever it is you got—I'm no, sorry, whatever it is you got busted for—that's not the first time. There's just no, no this is fucking. The, this way. is finally the time that like 20, 30 people know that it's happening, mm -hmm. and you can't get away with it. You anymore. can't hide it. Like anymore. we can't hide it anymore yeah. for you. Yeah. So you're as fucked. the church, so you're gonna have to just give it up. You gotta now. own it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes... Own it or own something. <laughs> right? Yeah, they don't right? normally own what they actually no, do. No, they never they do. They peace out no. as easily as they yep, can. they do. Right. And generally what happens is, is 
the story doesn't get to the media or it doesn't get to the point where that happens. What it gets to is we're going to put you in a different ministry. Um, right. Well, I won't go into names, but relatives of the man that I see as the founder of um, Independent Fundamental Baptist Movement, um, Jackie, Jackie Boy, he's got family members that have been shuffled to different churches because of whatever indiscretion that they've mm -hmm. committed. So it's it, that I think that's where it starts. It starts with okay, we're going to move you to this other church, but you're just putting the wolf in with more sheep. You're not you're not helping anyone by doing that. You're you're making it worse. You're fucking over more people. You're hurting more people. So I don't know. That's a I could go on for too long on that. But <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't. I just. I. I know. I covered it a lot, but I'm very passionate about that because it's very. It's real time. Yeah. That shit's still happening. People are still getting fucked over. Children are still getting molested and abused by leaders mm -hmm. of churches. And the fact that it's still going on, the fact that it's still going on and breaking news at the same time just blows my fucking mind. And the reason that it's happening is because we've got a lot of folks that have been hoodwinked, and when they see something, they're not going to say anything because they feel like they're, it's not their place or right. they feel like it's the man of God. He couldn't po I saw something, but I'm not sure. He couldn't possibly be doing that. That's mm -hmm. so far beneath him because he's on a level with God that I can't even get to. And that's a whole other... Well, maybe he and God have an understanding. Yeah, they gotta, yeah exactly. <laughs> they they, they got to work out. find some way to... Rape is cool with God because right. of all the people that this guy led are. to the Lord. I don't, I don't know. Whatever, however you want to fucking label it. But again, <laughs> the thing for me that gets me is the fact that it's still happening. We're seeing news stories. We're seeing things break. We're, we're seeing um, these people go to prison and jail for this shit. But other people are still doing it. So I don't know. I think that's my big... There's a lot of qualms that I have with cults and the one that we came out of specifically. Excuse me, but that's my big one is the fact that you guys that are in it are allowing this shit to be propagated and you're allowing it to be okay. And I don't say that to, to be mean or to yell at anyone. It's just like, hey, I need you guys to wake up. I need you guys to figure out this shit's going on. And a big problem that I've had on, on my timeline is people telling me like, well, you can't paint us all with a broad brush or you can't say that we're all, you know, um, we're all the same like yeah but you put the same name on your sign so you just called yourself all the same but anyways that's that's a whole other thing i can get into that another time um i do want to want to talk about um what what women are taught inside the, and we you got into that a little bit with the uh the lovely tampons yes right um, <laughs> but i want to talk about uh, a window right <laughs> jesus i can't believe that shit i can believe it but it's crazy <laughs> Um, but in regards to like, what, what is looked at and, and a, because how do I, I'm trying to say this the right way and this is not your mother's podcast, so it's fine. But like, there's so many distinctions and like what they would call dress standards that are put on women that are just fucking, they just don't make sense. Right. And again, I think they go back to fetishes, honestly, oftentimes, but what are some things maybe, you know, growing up or, you know, as a teenager that you came across that were just like. You know, kind of common practice for women. Like, this is just what it is for women. This is how it is. Mm -hmm. But your why kept coming up. What are, are there some other things that come to mind? Uh, I mean, well, we mentioned, like, the earrings and the shoes. Yeah. And, like, just weird things like that. Um, my other, like, another weird one for me was um, the whole skirt thing, which... You know, I love dress. I'm wearing a dress right she now. Is. Look I'm at 29 this. years old, still wearing dresses <laughs> basically every day. I love them. Um... But my confusion was, it's like, you know, if we're going on a go-kart ride, yeah. 
why can't I wear pants? Because those are honestly Actually more, more decent yep. than what I'm wearing. Because yep. if I get in this go-kart, I'm going to be flashing everyone my underwear. Yeah. And then I'm going to get it and it's going to go flying over my head. <laughs> like, oh my God. I remember, oh, you'll love this. I'm sure so, I will. One of the pastors, the pastor, mm -hmm. yeah. um, he was helping us and his wife and a few other people move into a new house that we were trying to move into. And this okay. was out in like the middle of farmland somewhere. It's a windy day. It's blustery. Yep. I'm about 14 years old. And I bend over to pick up a box and the wind blows my ankle length skirt all the way Ooh. over my head. Oh, no. And my <laughs> rear end is just in the air. Like <laughs> bright pink underwear, just oh, butt no. smacked out in the air. And like... My pastor, my youth pastor, my everyone. dad, everyone is standing right behind me just looking at my rear end, just <laughs> in the air. And this was a time where I thought, why are we not wearing pants? Yeah. Like, why is this not happening? But that was never one that was quite answered for me. Like, there were a few no. little verses and things that they give you, but it never well, quite adds up for me. <laughs> there's verses, no, it doesn't. And there's verses in Deuteronomy, but the verse that they're referencing, I think that's the only one they've got, mm -hmm. is a man or a woman not wearing attire that pertains to a man, something mm -hmm. like that. But I don't know Greek. I actually failed Greek Weren't they in college. wearing robes at that point? They were all time? wearing, like for one, was... they were all wearing fucking robes. Right. Second thing is that the, the word attire there, or the attire of a man, is not applying to gender. It's applying to warrior, which uh... was a big distinction in the Old Testament. Women didn't go to war. Gotcha. So totally. why would they wear the attire of a warrior? A warrior. Yeah, right. so when you really break it down, these guys are absolutely full of shit because right. what they're telling you is you can't wear the attire of you know of a man well that's not even what the verse is saying Chain first Farmer's of all not really yeah fashion style <laughs> anyway it wasn't something right. you were into exactly. and like you said your first point makes just as much sense we're all real wearing robes anyways basically dresses right how are you just how are you distinguishing the difference hmm. like i'm sure there were differences uh -huh. but it was still fucking dresses uh -huh. but yeah i agree with you the dress standards were were fucking nuts and yeah the you know not wearing pants are so look and so not just go-karts or moving and a blustery day as Pooh mm -hmm. would say like there's a lot of different there's a lot of other different a lot. ways that like pants are just way more decent than dress i'm not saying across it's the board it's also cold yeah like think freezing. about like northern indiana in the middle of winter like south bend indiana has about the third largest snowfall in all of United States, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Like, second it. to Buffalo, New York, and another place oh, I didn't in New know that. York. Like, it's Jesus. crazy. So, try walking around. It's basically, so I live in Alaska in the yeah, summers, yeah. and we hike over a trail that's called the Chilkoot, just, okay. you know, for fun. It's like yeah. 33 and a half miles long. It's beautiful. It's really that cool. That doesn't sound like fun to me, it's but. It's beautiful. So, 33 miles? 33 and a half miles long. You hike from, like, Alaska into Canada. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> but. The I mean, women, the, like the women in the book. gold rush, yeah. were attempting this in boots with high heels, like two petticoats, stockings, bloomers, boots, like a, just a crazy amount of clothing. Jesus Christ! Like, and those—that's multiple skirts and petticoats and all yeah. of that stuff. Like twenty-five pounds worth yeah. of clothing yeah. is what they were attempting yeah. this in. I can't wear three pounds of clothing without feeling like I'm going to die yeah. from heat most yeah. of the time. Like in a weird, like, but like in a skirt. A skirt trying to, like, with the wind and the snow and the, like, and have you ever tried to wear boots with a skirt? It's ugly. Like, I, it doesn't look great. If you look, you know, the skirt's it's down not, to your ankles and, and the boots, boots up to here. your knees, it just looks bad. <laughs> I look terrible for the first probably 18 years oh, of my no. life. My fashion style was ridiculous. Well, you didn't have I a choice. You didn't like, have a choice. Right. But it was just kind of, like, 
hilarious as far it as is. what things look like and what you're made to wear and why this is how it has to be. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I remember wearing, you know, leggings, multiple pairs of leggings up underneath skirts and then yeah. boots and just looking like a massive Ridiculous. marshmallow. Yeah. And then also you're going like seven hours. Excuse me. So you'd start at 9 a.m. in the morning on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then soul win until yep. 3 p.m. on yep. a Saturday. Like yep. you're you're going door to door to door at two women by yourselves, door to door to Super door, smart. asking people to come to church. Like, can I come into your house and tell you about Jesus? As I look because like it's a cold. Freak. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fucking cold. Like, please let me inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I was that's always just begging for somebody to let me in. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's warm in there. It looks you know, warm. It's so nice. <laughs> but then again, maybe if you don't invite me in, she'll take me to the gas station and buy me a snack. There you go. Yeah, like, that's always a plus. <laughs> the uh. person that you're soul winning with. But the other the other thing that I mentioned earlier was, um, and I think this is kind of important for especially a lot of the men to know, mm. like that we yeah. grew up with, because a lot of the women know it. And whether you were in my exact like strictness of a church or right. somewhere else, rape is our fault. Like as yeah. women, like if you know, if you did get raped or if you were molested or, you know, if you were talked down to or if something bad happened to you by a man, somehow it was your fault. You deserved that. You were out at the wrong time of night. Yep. You said the wrong thing to the wrong person. You were alone. Your skirt was too short. Your top was too low. It was yep. too tight. You didn't turn the lights on when you went outside. Like something in there somehow made it your, your fault. fault. You enticed him. You said the wrong thing. Yeah. You made him think you wanted it. You know, somewhere in there, it was your fault. So fucked up. And so, you know, honestly, like, I, I had a boyfriend for years. Mm -hmm. um, and then he became my fiance. And then a lot of other stuff. And, like, we're friends now. Good. Like, we're good, good now. Terrific. Um, but at the same time, like, there was a lot of stuff when we were younger. And I feel like he's he's come to a lot of terms with this stuff. And he's figured it out. Yep. And he's gotten through but there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened with us. And a lot of it was the way he treated me was bad. Yep. It was abusive. Okay. And it was, you know, and I don't even think a lot of it was his fault necessarily. Right. I feel like, and I mean, he's taken blame for it. It, it was his fault. He right. chose to make the decisions. Right. But at the same time, there were people that were basically telling him it was okay to make whatever decisions he right. was making. Exactly. And people that were in reinforced. charge of him that were telling him. Right. Yeah. So, you know... It took me years to break up with this man yeah. because I was being told the entire time that Zero. I was in an abusive relationship right. with him that if I did break up with him, that first of all, the whole thing was my fault and somehow yeah. I could fix it. Right. Secondly, if I did leave him, I was never going to find anyone else that would take me because... What? Because I had had sex with him. Oh yeah, no, that I, that's I mean, I was yeah. right. I yeah. had sex with this You're man. You're damaged goods. I'm damaged. Yep. Right. I'll never be good for anyone else. Mm -hmm. No one else will ever need me or want me or love me. Yep. So if I don't make it work with him, it'll never work that's with your anyone one else. Shot. So you know, from six. Well, I mean, I started dating him when I was seventeen, I think, and then we were together until after I was twenty-one. That is a, that's a long stint. A long yeah. time. And we didn't have sex until I was probably like right after 18 or right before 18. Nice. So, you know, okay. I, I waited yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah. And that was my first. And, you know, yep. and I was with him for a long time. But I thought for sure I could never leave him. 
Like, no. I, I mean, I was told by my mother, by my church, by anyone who knew. And I mean, a lot of people didn't know. A lot of people didn't know where we'd taken this at all. My brothers and no. sisters had no clue. Right, They knew right. that we were together. We held hands. That's that it. That was it. Yep. But, you well, know. That's the way that goes. We, we did. And I, I knew for sure. I knew for sure I was never going to find anybody else. It took me years after I broke up with him, sober or not, to yeah. not black out completely during sex with anyone else. What? I was so mentally oh, that fucked sucks. that like it was it was unenjoyable for years. Wow. I couldn't like couldn't differentiate between the like I knew for some some reason or because of all of this, yeah. like I was going to hell for this. Right. I was never gonna find another man that was gonna love me. I was never gonna get married. Um and so it was just like, I think somewhere Jesus. in there, my mind just said, well, none of this is worth it. It doesn't matter. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous anyway. Uh, so, so like, completely sober, drunk or high, didn't, didn't matter, matter what I did. I out. blacked out completely from the time sex started till the time right. it ended. That's and had no terrible. Clue. So, like, it took me two, three years to work through that. And, like, seriously sit down and think, okay, why is this happening? That's and so how intense. do I get out of this? Yeah. And how... And I mean, I'm not the only one. I know that there are tons oh, of no women. Way you're the only one. There are tons of women who did everything how they were supposed to. Yep. They got to 21. They found the right man. They got married to him. They had sex the first time, and they have post-traumatic stress disorder from the first time that they've had sex on. Yep. Because they were taught that sex is bad, and they still have guilt, even though it's oh, their husband. Oh, that's so powerful. Yes. Like just yes. because it's their husband. Yes. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. They were taught that their body is a clean vessel for God's use basically only now it's fucked up they can't handle anything else wow that's really I appreciate that perspective I can't I can't from trying to like compare or say it's the same on the other side is not true at all but the guilt factor I, I spoke to that in a previous podcast that's very real yeah. because it's again it's the demonization yeah sex is made to be just to keep the kids from having sex you have to I don't know I don't know I'm not trying to say how you keep kids from having sex. That is not my place. I don't know why we're trying. Right, <laughs> exactly, at this point. But but trying to keep them from having sex, they work so hard at it that, like you said, it brings incredible, even when you do it the right, perfect way. Right. You're still, there's still guilt. There's You've still... You've just been told so much that it's bad, 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 yeah. bad, 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 bad. Yes. You just can't, after 21 years how of telling you, somebody that something's bad, all of a sudden be like... Oh, no, but it's good. okay, because now you're married. Like, totally fine. And it's like, ah, but I wasn't even allowed to watch porn. Like, right. you know, and Not, I mean... What's like, like porn? Swimsuits? Like, like exactly. Like, like, I couldn't even look through the J.C. Penny catalog and see what a bathing suit... Yeah. One of my exes told did, me... I kind of did look through the catalog. I one know, of my exes told me that times. his sisters, when the um, very, very Christian ex... Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the catalogs would say. come in... They would either throw them away or they would marker out all of the women in the bras and the underwear. And I guess one time, like, my ex had this thing when he was, like, six or seven. He used to, like, to go through the catalogs yeah. and match people's faces, see how many times the models would show up. But they had forgotten a section. And one of the Ooh. sections had the bras still in it. <gasps> oh, full coverage JCPenney bras. Y'all know what those look like. I've seen ridiculous. a lot of them. <laughs> full coverage. <laughs> it's basically war armor. Yeah. So... <laughs> Nude war armor. It's yeah. sexy. Yeah. So hey, it was he... to me when I was his age. Trust me, that was so all I got. Worse. I got that. Then there was a. So mine was was pennies, but my parents didn't get pennies. Mm. They got. Sears. I think, no, I think no? Avon had had oh. like a very small section yeah. of underwear. Yeah, maybe one that, or two. Yeah, okay. And then when I was delivering papers, 
we got ads for, now I gotta remember, cause uh, Kmart fucked me up for a while, or no, Walmart, cause they would put their <laughs> own people in for the ads. I was like, oh, I don't wanna see that at all. It was bad. I don't know why I'm admitting all this shit, but whatever. And there was a store called, I think it was called Alco. Alco! In Knox, yep, right? Yep. And they would put actual underwear models in. Oh, that was so that was my material. That was all I got. So funny. But, but got, I'm with I'm with him on that. Like that was He got yes. in so much trouble. Oh, he he, got he caught. wasn't even looking I at didn't get, it. I didn't he get caught. whipped it to the side and was like, okay, face this for models. Yeah. He's six years old. He's yeah, no, not no, trying he wasn't like that. he wasn't trying to do anything. Uh, he was just like faces for models. Yeah. And one of his sisters saw it, grabbed it, ripped it away from him, and threw it like they had a huge talk about it, threw it in the trash, punished him. Mm, so of uh, course, like Later, he wants to know what it was he wasn't supposed to be looking at. Of course. So he goes and digs it back out of the trash. Yeah. He goes back to the page where he saw two seconds of a glimpse of it. Right. If they'd have just left it alone and been like, oh, we forgot some. Can I borrow that for a second? Exactly. Grabbed it don't, and been like, oh, interesting. Don't and tossed traumatize it. a six-year-old. Right. So he went back and looked at it, and now he's a fucking sex fiend. <laughs> like, what, what did you want? <laughs> you fucked him all you up, guys. You screwed him up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But that, yeah, that's, that, again, it's all that, that's funny, but it's all that guilt. There's so much guilt carried with it. Mm -hmm. And like you said, for 21 years or for however many years it is that you're able to hold off from having sex and then you do have sex and it's, it's done the right way. You mm -hmm. did it the right way. You, you did, did everything it. wrong. You did everything you were but supposed does, to do. It, I, I love that point because I've, I've had a similar conversation before, but I've never come to that, excuse me, I'm you're spitting out cherries. I've never come to that uh, conclusion. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. There's still the you can't just suddenly divorce the guilt from the act. The act is still what was preached against from the time you were a very young child. You were hearing you were you were hearing more shit from the pulpit about sex as a child than you probably than, than you got. Okay, I'm not saying that you got then you would get in sex ed at all, right? Because mm -hmm. you would get enough information, but like from so here's 13 from here to here or wherever you have sex ed, you already heard a shitload of stuff about sex, but never. In a, a let me explain light. this to you, yeah. or let me help you understand, or look, this might sound weird because I'm your dad, but I want to talk to you about this. No, no, no. It was demonized, and women are wicked, and women wear pants, and you shouldn't be, whatever. I can't even remember women all the things that were said. Women are manipulative and crazy, yes. and <laughs> they, they, they have nothing, like, we also do not what love else? God. Yeah, like, no, anyway, no should, way. like we we only love God because you guys teach right. us yeah. how to love God. Exactly, like, that's a very <laughs> real. That's there. a very real you and true thing. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely how it is taught. That's a hundred percent how it's taught. Because, like you said, the man, the head of the household, all that mm -hmm. jazz. No matter what he does, it's not wrong. So you're only loving God to please the man. Mm -hmm. It's more. It's back to man worship again. But I'm worship. so glad you brought that point up. All of them, as far as. And I do believe, um, uh, working with my mother on a few things, that, you know, um, not just victim shaming, and we can get into that, because that really, that shit really pisses me off. Oh. But, yeah. yeah, but on top of that, like, I think it's a, a, a common mentality of a victim, and I'm not uh, putting them down by saying this, IFB cult or not, I think it's a common mentality of women who've been victimized to try to figure out how or why it's their fault. And again, that's not yes. to put them down. That's a societal problem that men have created and propagated since forever. It's the first thing you think of when something yeah. like that happens. Exactly. It's like the second or even if I'm walking through a crowd and a guy reaches out and grabs my butt, yeah. my first thought is, what did I do to make that happen? Which is not the way that that should ever no. happen. It should no. immediately be like, what the, the fuck, fuck were you thinking? Yes, like, exactly. That's, 
that's how it should come out. Mm -hmm. But I'm immediately like, is my skirt too short? Right. You know, and that's damn. That's how we're taught to think. Yeah. And I mean, I immediately, I've gotten to where now I can immediately good. switch that around and be mm -hmm. like, what the fuck were you thinking? Exactly. And like rip somebody apart. Right. I've also <laughs> been working in bars and serving for years, so I'm pretty good at this. You're good. But at the same time, like that is that is the first one that it's hits still me. Still an intrinsic thing. It's the first thing yeah. that hits me. Like, what did yeah. I do? to make this come mm -hmm. about. And you didn't. Somebody was a piece of shit. Yep. Like that had nothing to go. do with you. I love that. No, that's good. That's accurate. You're right. And I think the thing for me to speak to with all of that is to say not that it's natural or right or okay, mm -hmm. but you're already going to feel that way. Being inside of this specific cult makes it that much worse. Right. It pushes your mind even further into that space. Am I am I correct in saying oh, yeah, that? Definitely. That's just, and that's just so I don't know. It's so fucked up. Because, I mean, in in our patriarchal society, yep. which, I mean, whatever, I have nothing against men. Yeah, like, but you that's, know, that's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. Though. Right. And Jack Hiles, sorry, can you keep that thought? Because uh, yeah. I'm interrupting you You're really fine. quick. Jack Hiles, who founded this whole shebang, so much of the IFB is based on 1950s ideology, white picket fence shit. Mm -hmm. That's why the guys are always wearing the ties, not always with the suit coat. That's why the ladies got to wear the dresses super, super long. Like... You look at the from the dress standards to the way they to the way they wore his fucking glasses to the way they idolized and I don't have I have friends and family in the military. This is not a dig yeah. at them at all, but they idolize militaristic people. Um, Clifford will go on and on and on and on and on about his father who served in World War II. I think I also feel that story is partially a farce, but we can talk about it later. Um, but. They really idolized that whole like military everything. When I went to Howard Anderson College, they called it the like the boot camp of fundamentalism. That was what they called it. Do you remember the youth conference that was all about the soldiers guarding yes. the unknown tomb? Like I still uh, have my. Was it a youth conference? I remember. No, I remember a youth conference where the flyer was Jack Hiles in front of a fucking tank with an army outfit on. No, this okay. was this was a Jack Scoff one. Okay, okay. This was. Huh. Um, what do you have from it? I have a coin, and it was like this is the guarding of like the uh, the the soldiers of the unknown too. Huh. So like when they switched yes, yes. guard and like I think I was on I was on tour that year. I do have okay. I had that coin for a while. The whole Those are actually pretty like cool coins, the whole thing lie. about it was basically these soldiers and how they give up like a huge portion of their yes. lives, yes. and they they're using a lighter to take off all the fringes of their outfit mm, and they're perfect yeah. when they go out and it doesn't matter what the weather is like if it's a storm right. if it's I this that, yeah. and it was basically telling us like when that, we go out we're right we need to be perfect for god and you know every single bit of us needs to be absolutely perfect and if we need to sit in a room with the bible and just god for long periods of time that's fine that's because not that's what trains you a you psychopath know? <laughs> would do yeah Jesus. I you remember, need to polish your buttons for six hours? That's what you do. <laughs> I remember, so one of the guys I was on tour with, who shall not be named, but it was so funny. <laughs> he would, yeah, no, yeah, right? He would, he would uh, take that coin and like, he would, like we'd all be sitting in the Sprinter in the bus and he would like come to our seats and use it like a badge. What's going on back here? What are you guys doing? <laughs> like this was his police badge. I'll never forget that. That's that funny. shit is stupid, but it cracked me up. Um, anyways, like that's, that. yeah, it's a lighter, lighter note, but man, so much. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think we're probably going to wrap it up here pretty soon, but I wanted, I'm really happy that you came on. I'm glad that we covered everything we covered. We can, we don't have to end it right here, but I definitely, you know, I need I needed that perspective, especially what you talked about. And thank you for sharing. That's very personal 
what you shared as far as like sex and um, guilt and all that comes with that because that's all you've been taught. It's it's also like it's not really it's nice to be able to share it. Like yeah, it's for nice sure. to be able to say things like this and not feel weird about it. Like exactly. that the fact that I can talk about sex out loud as it's a woman okay. with a guy yeah. you know, in the room yeah. and be like, this is fine. Because <laughs> this, this isn't this is it's every. But, this is Everything, normal. This is this how sex is should be talked about exactly. and how our bodies and our functions and who we are should be talked about yeah. instead of completely swept under the rug. And we, you know, periods don't exist and the things that women <laughs> deal with don't exist. Girls don't Not just women, but like men. Yeah. Right, no, I don't do that. And like, <laughs> See, I know. Like, <laughs> um, that's that's going to be the so title <laughs> of this podcast. I, know I don't if you poop. know that. <laughs> <laughs> women don't poop. They don't. <laughs> true i know it's science it's just science guys it is but i but there's so much again there's so much uh society already does that enough right society already um i wouldn't say it makes sex taboo but like it makes these kinds of conversations awkward or strange mm -hmm. or grating and then on top of that you add in the ifb <laughs> and all its fucking craziness yeah and then it's on steroids at that point like it it doesn't make okay society doesn't make sex taboo Society no. makes sex or sex like very much out there, right, right. but also it's just the sex that you see in movies. Yeah, society doesn't shit. make talking about sex very, real. Thank you. Like, very, very, very good makes, point. It makes yeah. fucking real. Yeah, it makes it's you Fifty know, Shades it's of like, Grey. It's every other album cover these days. And that, now I sound like a pastor, like right? oh, I'm <laughs> I'm not saying that, guys. That's clearly not my mo. I was just talking about <laughs> Brazzers. Is awesome. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, there you have it. Also, no poop. So, no poop. There's, there's, uh, there's, it's, it's like you said, it's putting it out there. Yeah. But it's not having like real, normal, regular conversations. It's, yeah, it's still about... not normal to be able to just talk about sex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it should be. It, it is. Be. Thankfully, with me and like all of my friends, yeah. this is a very normal thing, and it, which that, is that, awesome. But that, but that needs to be. I don't know, that needs to be propagated. I'm not just saying, like, everyone talk about sex all the time. But, like, <laughs> just all kinds of conversations need to be able to be had. Like, that's, uh, I don't know. Like, there, there's there's a lot of, when it comes to politics and race and religion, like, there's so many things that people are, everyone's afraid to talk about. And I'm not saying if you want to run around with torches and be a racist, do that. That's fucking stupid. Don't. don't. do that <laughs> shit. But I am saying there's a lot of subjects and things that, that we have inside that we want to talk about but we're just afraid to talk about it because we get on Facebook and we see people getting plastered for talking about this shit or we talk we try to talk to and this isn't a, a dig it's just the truth we try to talk to someone from an older generation about this and you mm -hmm. just can't get through these are whether it's sex whether it's religion whatever it is you know this is a big reason why I have this podcast is to be able to talk about these things with friends with family with people that Maybe their views don't align with me entirely. That's fine. I don't fucking care. But I want to be able to have these conversations and let people know that it's okay to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. I think I feel very passionately about this because I am not close with, but I follow a lot of comedians, and they're always getting in trouble, getting in trouble for some joke they made that they shouldn't mm -hmm. have made. It's comedy. Like yeah. it's it, you're there to hear jokes. Why are you getting pissed everything. off? Yeah, exactly. You make fun of yourself for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. Self-deprecating uh, comedy, I think it's called. Like, that's an actual thing where you make fun of yourself. I don't want to make fun of myself, but sometimes it's fucking funny. It just is. So I don't know. That that's I, I know I'm on a tangent, but like there's so many things that are so taboo that shouldn't be, and I think that needs to change. I think okay. that needs to stop. I, I honestly just think we need to work on how we speak to each other. Yeah. Because 
a lot of subjects are taboo. Like, let's just take politics for sure, example. Sure. I'm not going to mention anybody's names or anything. No, I like. I shouldn't have said that because I literally never talk about politics on this podcast. But like the one, like I'm not mentioning yeah. any names or any, but. I talked to a friend recently who has very different political views than sure. I do. And yep. this is a friend that I've known. Like, we're not friends. We're friends on Facebook. Right. We've known each other since grade school. Right. But we're just very different different on yeah. the political ends of things. We came at each other just talking. And it was, I believe this, and I believe this, and I believe this, and I believe this. Right. Totally different things. But the way that we came to each other, he goes, wow, I never thought about it like that. That's why you believe like yeah. that. Okay, that makes sense. I still don't believe it, but the way that you put it like that, and because Logic. you approached it, and because you actually talked to me instead of coming at my fucking throat, he goes, that I can actually listen yep. to. And so he explained a couple of things as to why he believed the way that he did, yeah. and I was like, oh, dude, yeah. Okay, so that situation in your life made you believe that it's way and made you think that way. Oh, your daughter, because you have a kid and I don't, that's why you think you that go. way. Yep. Or because you have a five-person family and I am a single person with a cat. Like, right. That's why I think this way. <laughs> exactly. So like, we really do have to put ourselves in each other's shoes. It's yeah. not necessarily the subject that's taboo. It's how we approach it a there, lot of times that's the biggest problem. You're absolutely right. And there's two things with that. Like, There's a... There's perspective, and you, what you said was you put yourself in someone else's mm -hmm. shoes. That's perspective. You have to be, if you're going to have an open conversation with anyone about anything, you have to take your yeah. shoes off, put their shoes on. It's just what you have to do, especially with the way America runs these days. And I wouldn't say just America, but I know it because I live here. We have this crazy clannish team mentality, <laughs> and it's team blue or team red or whatever team it is. Like, I'm on my team, and even if my team leader or or other members of my team do something fucked up, it's still my team and I still love them to the death. Well, they did something fucked up. You need to be able to own that, but you can't because your underlying theme of your life is you love your team. And it's and again, sports, it comes back to that. Like, mm -hmm. I, am a, I am a diehard Cubs fan. Now, we just, and I was long before we won a World Series, mm -hmm. but I wasn't a Cubs fan because we won. We sucked. We're terrible, right? right? It was there wasn't a reason. I'm and gonna say I, right now before we ever uh -oh. win the Super Bowl again, I'm a Bears fan. So oh, when that happens, <laughs> I'm a Bears. There you go, good. Go yeah, good. So no, it's out there. You're not a bandwagon fan, right? right good right. work. But I and I would I would shit on the Sox. I would shit on you know I'm out mm -hmm. here in California on the A's, whoever on the Angels. But it wasn't because my team was better or my team was technically you'd say right. Mm -hmm. They were right. They were wrong. They're terrible. But it's because I loved my team. That's yeah. my team. So we get in this headspace of this team mentality, and then we have to defend our team to the bloody death. And it's like, <laughs> you don't have to. You, you don't have to. You can be your own person and have your own thoughts, but you can also listen to some other person's thoughts as well. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to escalate everything. I think if we worked harder, at, and my friend Josh Owens has a great method for this, and God, I wish I could recall it right now, but just de-escalating things. And like taking... Pull that emo just rein in your emotions every yeah. once in a while, you know, like that's my president or that's my congressman or whatever. Like that's my belief in God. Well, okay, 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 it's fine. But like, calm down. Like, bring it down. Breathe. Let's have have if you if you drink, have some of that. That'll help. <laughs> Smoke a joint. Smoke a joint. Yeah, we're in whatever California, it is. That's yeah, okay. hey, it's cool. <laughs> Light up. Whatever it is to help you de-escalate and calm down, do that, and then have that conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just me. But, um. I think we're going to wrap up this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. 
Thank you so much for coming on. I really, no really problem. appreciate it. That's I've enjoyed that's not talking. just for the viewers. That's for me to you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very grateful. I've had a good time. Good. It's been fun. I'm glad. Same here. So somehow, some way, we'll have Tiffany back on. I don't know when or how we'll do maybe it. Maybe come we'll, to Alaska. We'll do it. Can do your I would not be there, mad maybe. at that. That sounds <laughs> fucking amazing. But thanks again so much for coming on. Thank you guys for watching this long. I don't know if I'll split this podcast up or not. This is a fairly lengthy one, but I'm I'm super thrilled with everything we've been able to cover. And as always, thank you guys for your support. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. And say the words that burn when they leave your mouth. And tell me your story. And show me where it out.